T-Mobile's unlimited plan costs $95 per month for a smaller network, plus monthly taxes and fees. It's enough to wreck your day. Cricket's Unlimited Plan gives you a bigger network for $25 less per month with monthly taxes and fees included. Cricket Wireless, something to smile about. Download speeds max of 8 megabits per second LTE and 4 megabits per second 4G. Price comparison based on one smartphone line with unlimited plan. Mobile hotspot not available. Activation other fees and restrictions apply. Coverage not available everywhere. Terms, features, and restrictions subject to change. See store for details. Blog Talk Radio. For you. you have been trapped. Fuck off, you. That useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky Doodle shit. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. with Big and Beefy, everybody. We're back another week. That's right, man. I think this is our 37th episode. I don't even know how you remember all that. Because I checked them out yesterday. Time. But, uh, yeah, I'm Rob Burmeister, a.k.a. Big in the Culinary Renegade. And as with as always with me is uh, Chef Beefy. Clemenza, Chef a.k.a. Uh, Beefy, the, the Italian guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Italian guy that doesn't stop telling everyone that he's Italian. But anyway, in the studio, we got a very special guest, a former uh, high school buddy of ours. Yeah. And uh, Brooklyn restaurateur, Tommy Cassatelli, everybody. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Testies, testies. Yeah, so uh, we also got uh, Johnny Serp coming in the studio in a little while. He's running a little bit behind. And and Luca Manfred, yeah. Winner of MasterChef and author of the new cookbook. Yeah, My Italian Kitchen. Yeah, favorite uh, family recipes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good show. It looks like a great friggin' book. Yeah. And, you know, Luca is straight up up Italian. The guy's got some great great knowledge. Yeah, well, he's got it. The Italians invented everything, so he's got got a lot of pressure going on it on the... uh, did you know the Italians invented podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, welcome to another episode. And, uh, you know, if you want to, you can go on our Facebook page right now. We have a chatsy.com uh, link if you want to get in and do a little live chat with us. Hey, call us up at 646-478-5337. And uh, you can talk to our guests. We got a lot going on. Clem's freaking out over here. He's looking like I'm afraid a guy's going to come Because I, I remember the phone number used to be over there. I but. wonder what you were looking at. I thought I wouldn't be paranoid or something. Yeah. So uh, what's going on, Clem? How was your week? My week was okay, man. I got a couple of things done. You know, I got a lot accomplished. Did a little work, a couple of jobs here and there. And uh had the episode with the phone. I, I keep putting my phone on airplane mode and... 
apparently, <laughs> I figured, I finally figured out after years what airplane mode does. It will shut your phone off and stop you from getting text messages. Right. So it took me about twelve and a half hours until you finally told yeah. me, "Hey, bud, why do you keep going to voicemail?" Yeah. You know, so you know that cost me a job and arguing with people and saying you didn't text me and yeah. sitting there like a momo waiting for a phone call. It's on airplane mode all the time. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I did that once and. It took me about three days to realize because nobody calls me. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Wow, my phone's not ringing. It's a regular day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I had a phone thing, too. Yeah, you did. You know, my phone kept shutting off when I was talking to people and everything. And, you know, I called Verizon, bitched about it. I went to the store. They said it was wet. I said, no, it's not, blah, blah, blah. Said. Yeah, they sent me to the insurance people. The insurance people said, ah, it's moisture. I said, no, it's not. And then they sent me to Apple and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they gave me a free iPhone 5. I told you. So, you know, persistence, baby. But, uh, yeah, so uh, other than that, you know, uh, Mary got a master's. She graduated St. John's the other day. So, uh, All right. Congratulations. Yeah, so uh, headed out to Queens. It was cool. Uh, my girl, Mary. Oh, I just keep thinking of your sister. What about Mary? <laughs> oh, that's Peg. She has I a... be like, Rob, can I please sleep over your house? <laughs> She'd probably beg for you to sleep over right now. She's, uh... <laughs> yeah, so... Um... You know, but that's about it. You know, work and work and work. And, you know, I forgot I had to do a, I got to do a cooking demo June 7th at the Uncorked Wine Festival or whatever in Richmond Town, you know, for my restaurant and stuff. And I totally forgot. And now I'm a little hot water with the bosses because my name was in the paper. And they're like, were you ever going to tell us? And do we have to pay? And blah, blah, blah. So, you know. I'll be so doing that next Saturday. It's free publicity. Exactly. But it's a, anytime i got to take off work for a couple of hours, they just don't want to pay me. So How do you smoke this thing? This thing doesn't work. What are you smoking? Smoke this. I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? you got to pinch the thing what do you and you're smoking. What do you got in this thing? Why does this thing don't work? I don't know. It's, a, it's one of those throwing. Oh, maybe the battery's dead. <laughs> what are you doing? you, you got to rub it a little bit. <laughs> Right. Yeah. This, is, this is that kind of show. I yeah. should tell my wife to stop listening right now. No, 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 no. We won't we, get we that. Know, you know, you, you know, a little. That's what she said, kind yeah. of things. But yeah, uh, no, yeah. we got to keep it a little clean. We got to. Right. Know. Sometimes we go off. You we know, I was talking off. about you know walking right, Girl Scouts into the woods and coming out alone a couple of shows ago. I don't know. Yeah. How was, there was something wrong with me. I was going off. Right. I was, yeah. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. So uh. By the way, we got the premiere of Master Chef coming on May twenty sixth. Yeah. What do you think about that? May 26th. That's pretty good. What, what day is that? I have no clue. Is that a Monday? No, wait. When's, when's so Memorial Monday. Day? It's a Monday. May 26th is a Monday. Oh, oh, all right. So it's the week after Memorial Day. Yeah. All right, you cool. That's going to run into my uh, 24. That's my favorite show. My comes, Jack Bauer obsession. Yeah, my favorite show comes on the 27th, I believe, America's Got Talent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I love that show. I'm addicted. Yeah, I you know, it. I don't know if you know, I forget the guy's name, but he's a Staten Island comedian, ventriloquist guy. Victor Benetetto? No. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know, whatever. He was on it. All right. <laughs> Great story, Rob. Tell it again. Yeah, good good, good information. Uh, yeah. Uh, Staten Island guy, the comedian. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, what are you up to? Uh, just, you know, living the dream. We're uh, running the restaurants, working hard. Uh, this winter was probably the most brutal thing I've I've gone through as far as... Uh, you know, weather with these restaurants oh. in, in ten years it was 
really just a, a, a hor- horrible, horrible winter, yeah. as anybody in this business will tell you. You guys know. Oh, yeah. And it was on the days that usually slow that it was nice out. Yeah. And then, like, I'm, your busy nights are coming up, and it's like, oh, we got 10 feet of snow I coming. Just, I don't remember it being nice at all. I just remember uh, the horrific weather, you know, so. Yeah. All of, when the sun was out, there was 10 feet of snow just melting all over the place. Yeah, and it was just. It snowed on. It was miserable. A very miserable winter. And, uh, eh, well, what are you going to do? It's the price of doing business, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what drove me out. When I did it three years, I, I, I was losing I hair. Was co- I thought it was your cooking that drove you out of business. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, you got Jackie <laughs> calling in already. Bruce <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie on the line. Let's uh, take a couple of calls for a minute. All right. A minute each, and then we'll go to the news. All right, yeah. Uh, we got hey, we got Jackie, Jackie, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's going on, sister? What's the matter? Am I too early for you guys tonight? Jackie, nah. you're not too early. You can, I was going to say you can come anytime you want, but that doesn't... She doesn't already knows right. that. that <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was come on, she has great tits. Coming over the bridge, but, you know... I, I never, never wound up... I, 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 if it came over the bridge, I would have called you. I never wound up going to Jersey. Long story, something happened, but, uh... <laughs> What do you think? Long story short, Malcolm X is his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. I don't know. It's but a long story yeah. short. Like, yeah. you, you know, you cut it. I don't Let's know. Let's say we got Sonny on the line. Let's say hello to Sonny, too. Yeah, right. Sonny, are you there? Hey, what's up, Sonny? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's going on, guys? How are you feeling? Nothing doing on much, this Tuesday? pal. How are you? I'm what doing good. I'm just getting ready to listen to another exciting show with you guys. Nice. Well, in the studio, we got an old friend of ours, uh, Tommy Cassatelli, and he's got, uh, you know, three and counting restaurants in uh, Bay Ridge, some awesome bars and restaurants. Good time. Nice. I got to tell you, that, that Red Apple Christmas hit me a little bit. I found that like it was a freaking glass of apple cider. That's good. It tastes good. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like apple juice. It's like sparkling apple juice. Like I, apple. I like it, to tell you the truth, because it doesn't give you that cotton mouth so much. No. Yeah. No, but I feel like going out and friggin' getting crazy right now. <laughs> I don't want to stay here. I want to go out and jump I on a bar. Too, and, nah, I mean, nah, let me stop myself. I'm, I'm a good boy now. All right. <laughs> so what yeah, else so, we got uh, going on? Jackie, what are you doing over there in Jersey, Jackie? You got anything I'm, happening? I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for Clemenza to get his ass over the bridge, but I'm not going to happen. I'm telling you, we got another call keep coming in. You promising me a good time, but you never pull through. I'll show you a good time, baby. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm waiting 37 weeks. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right, well, hold on. We got another yeah. call coming. Well, it's, it's in the green room. Let's see who that is. Yeah. I don't even know who it is, but uh, what yeah. else we got going on? Uh, nothing, man. Same old shit. Okay, I got to go see that movie, Chef. You know, I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard a lot of people say it's fantastic, and I heard a couple of people say it really sucks and it's pretty stupid. Yeah. Was it anyone that was in the business? I don't know. It's like the, the, the you know, the Anthony Bourdain Kitchen Confidential, like, unless you were really in the business. Like, a lot of people got offended by that book. I thought the book was fantastic. I thought it was dead on. Mm-hmm. We got Uncle Paul from Brooklyn on the line. Hey. Let's see what it says. Hey, all right. Is this, this is hey Uncle on? Paul, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy and Tom. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> How are you, buddy? <laughs> Good. I, I want to ask Tommy a question. Go ahead. I have. I, mean, I used to run one restaurant in New York City, and I knew We're... how difficult this was. This guy's got three restaurants, and a family, and a two-year-old, 
This guy must be like Superman. How does he do it? I want <laughs> to know what's the secret. He's taking off on a Tuesday to come into the studio. That's because, <laughs> that's because, he's, that's because he's Italian. And he's in a band. And he's in a band. Yeah. Well, you know, that's he's a man of many hats. This guy, he, he's like Superman. And he's got all his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's loved by everybody. Yes, he is. I love the guy. You got a Thanks, great Uncle show Paul. going on, fellas. Love you too. Thanks, Thank Uncle you. Paul. You got to meet, meet right. these guys, Uncle Paul. You're gonna love them. Yeah. Definitely, definitely looking forward to Just it. Just don't take me to the Wood Park. Yeah. <laughs> There's a long story from 1986 that I don't really uh, remember much. I'll be much, looking but... forward to hearing it. <laughs> All right. Right. Love you, Uncle Paulie. All right, fellas. Have a good All one. right. Have a good night, Uncle Paul. All right. I think, nice. it's, I think it's time nice. for uh, a, little, yes, uh, a little news. What do you think? Yeah. CTF News with Big and Beefy. All right. Well, I had some news lined up, but it's in my uh, backpack somewhere. All right. Well, I got a bunch of news stories here. That's a great place for it. Yeah. I got a bunch of news stories here. A lot of them doesn't have anything to do with food, but are definitely highly <laughs> interesting. And we're getting a text right now saying, I tried to call in, can't get the FN. I can see one hour, 47 minutes left. Won't play. I have no idea what that means, but... Anyway, some of the news going on. call 646-478-5337. And any Metallica fans out there, James Hatfield narrating his own show on the History Channel, premiering June 5th, called The Hunt. So, uh... (laughs) All right, take over. I gotta go get my... That's kind of interesting. What do you think? You're a musician over there. I'm a big big Metallica fan. I didn't hear about the show. What's it about? I I, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, obviously, Hatfield's a big hunter, and it's going to be on the History Channel. I'm assuming it has to do with hunting, but they just put out a little blurb. There isn't any uh, official word, but June 5th is premiering. He's going to be narrating, and I guess it's a little bit about his life. And uh, I, I like Hatfield. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, he seems like an interesting guy. He's yeah, just a without pretty, a doubt. pretty well-rounded guy. Now, we got another story. Um, apparently, some guy somewhere, if I can find this, in Mississippi somewhere... Got really drunk in his bar. Somewhere. Okay, some guy somewhere did something. Now, this guy in Mississippi or Tennessee got really drunk and got naked, and he got arrested for trying to have sex with an ATM machine. I saw that. Yeah, at a picnic table. Yeah, (laughs) the picnic table just takes it over the edge a little bit. Well, I could see the picnic table, but I I mean, the ATM, how do you get it in the little slot where the money comes out? Where do you put it in a picnic table without getting splinters? I like that. All right, we got another interesting story, which I've actually done this. And I commend this guy, and, and I find it wildly amusing that he was able to get away with this for so long. What he did was he kept going to Walmart, and every time he went to Walmart, he would sign various things on the credit card receipt. Like, I just robbed this, Walmart sucks, um, he actually wrote my testicles itch, I'm a criminal, thank you for the free stuff, go after your mother. All this, and I've done this before. I've gotten pissed off and signed the credit card receipt with some outright Hollander stuff. So finally... He gets really pissed off, and he draws a picture of a penis. Uh-huh. So, obviously, now the credit card company gets on to him, and he does it again. He draws a picture of a penis. And this time, they 
the credit card people at Walmart, the lady at Walmart, the cashier looks at it and says, sir, doesn't match. We have to verify. Was his name Richard? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they actually asked him to verify it. And what he did was he signed the back of his credit card. What he did was pull down his pants and say, that is me. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But you got to give the guy credit because he's got, he's got balls. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. The guy's got a little, Where's you know. the rim shot? we got to get a rim shot. <laughs> you know? It's in there somewhere, but you, we're like totally idiots when it comes to this uh, but, I mean, thing. And I find that, and I do that stuff like that, too, because I find it wildly amusing how stupid people can be. Like, don't you at least look at the signature? If you're like, Walmart sucks on when you get, you get paid uh, minimum wage, you're not really paying too much attention except for the clock to see what time you're getting out of work. Well, yeah, right. I agree. Now, here's one other story that I'm going to say. It actually does have to do with food, and it's kind of a little scary. We got nearly 2 million pounds of tainted ground beef that's getting recalled. And... Officials in Detroit are saying Detroit-based business is recalling 1.8 million pounds of ground beef products sold to restaurants in four different states that they may be contained with E. coli, e. coli bacteria. So the USDA is doing everything in its, possible, uh, in its realm to try to recall this, and it was done by Wolverine Packing Company out in Detroit. Ah. And states. Well, we got Missouri, Michigan, and Ohio that the tainted beef can be in. All right, so don't eat burgers over there. Exactly. Or it's a good day uh, you can lose some weight. Yeah. You know, yeah. a little mad cow never hurt anybody. Maybe I got to go to Chicago and have a burger. Yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. So Rob's found his news. Yeah, I got a little uh, from the Post, weird but true. Yeah. And one of my favorite, that's probably one of my favorite things to read in the Post. Yeah, well, it says the kitchen is no place for children. National Restaurant Association in Chicago had this gathering together, and some woman that was a member brought her infant with her, and they kicked her out because there was no children under 16. But here she is, like, you know, going to the event, participating, but she couldn't get any help for uh, anyone to watch her kid, and they kicked this poor woman out. Wow. You know, like, what, what the ass? You know, she's been working. Wait, here it says, what the F? Yeah. As a, here she goes. As a working mother, I have been working since I had my first one. This is a big surprise to me. Ejected mom, Kristen Osborne, said. But it's bull crap, you know? Like, my buddy Terry and I, when we worked down in uh, Snug Harbor, his wife was working. He had a brand new baby. And we'd prep for all the weddings with this kid in, like, a little seat on the, on the stainless steel table. It was great. You know, he loved every minute of it. You know, he play play with some knives, wipe some raw chicken on his face. It was great. The kid's fine. He's fine. I swear oh, to God, he's like a, he's like a super athlete now. But uh, yeah, and then there's something about Burger King. They changed their logo. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they changed their um, their have it your way. Which I think is the slogan for my restaurant. Yeah, to have it anyway because we want to beat McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have it anyway, but to have it your way is exactly what every freaking customer in my place thinks. Yeah, you know they don't order anything off the menu without changing it ten times. Yeah, you know, and uh, so yeah, so Burger King switching it up. They copied well, a lot off the of McDonald's. Um, didn't you just uh, say it? It's be your way. Be your way. Yes, because it's trying to promote, you know, with with. Uh, 
you know, homosexuality and all that, or or the bullying. They're trying to fit in. Like, you can be who you want to be. That sounds a little ghetto to me. Yo, be your way, son. Like, what's up? Like, what is be your way? Yeah, it was have it your way, and now it's, you know, whatever. It be Be your your way, way. yo. Yeah, be your way. I don't like that. I think that's pretty stupid. I think they're making a huge mistake. But hey, what do I know? They're only a gazillion dollar corporation and have... 4,100 million Burger Kings all over the United States and other countries. Right. But and they make they make a, a mean-ass original chicken sandwich. I crave those things. You know, I got their new... Ro- which is that Burger King? Is this the Rodeo Burger? They do this Rodeo Burger, and apparently it comes with onion rings. Right. And I got a half an onion ring on my burger. It was literally just a half of an onion ring on my burger. Nice. I thought it was Maybe it was a row burger. <laughs> you didn't get the D.O. part. You forgot the D.O. You're right. But, uh, yeah, and there's another, there's a new show, Hungry Investors, with the guy from Bar Rescue and uh, John, no, I was going to say John Tesh. John Tesh. I was going to say John Tesh. But that's uh, Entertainment Tonight, right, that guy? It's uh, John Besh. John Besh. The okay. chef, the New Orleans <laughs> chef or whatever. He was, yeah. a, he was a Marine, that guy. Who, Besh? Oh, no, the Marine. bar. Oh, really? Yeah, not Taffer. Yeah, Besh was on uh, Top Chef, I think, a couple times. Yeah, he's, he's a cool or dude. Or Top he's Chef Masters like, uh, or something like that. Yeah. His, uh, I think he married a woman named Mel. It's Besh and Mel right now. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> Rimsh- and he had a son, Demi, a uh, daughter, Demi. Demi and Glaze. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, like I said, Johnny Serp should be here in a little bit. And... Uh, Luca is going to be calling in about 10 minutes, hopefully. Well, how about a little sports? How about the Rangers winning game two of the semifinals here? They could actually go to the Stanley Cup here. Yeah, what are they, what are they up to? 2-0. Two two they nothing. won the first game 7-2. Yeah, they won nice. the first game 7-2, which they even Nash scored. Nash scored again, which is uh, pretty amazing. But uh, And then they won the last game the other night, 3-1. to one. Nice. Doesn't Nash play for, like, the uh, Dallas Mavericks or something like that? <laughs> I think Steve Nash. That's his brother Steve. <laughs> oh, was he the wrestler? What's we got, that guy? We got, let's take Wacko Bob for a second. Wacko's calling in. Let, let's see what he's got to say. Wacko, what are you doing? Don't you remember the old Burger King saying that they used to have back in the eighties? Let's Go, hear it. We do it. We do it like you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be taken so many really? different ways. Really? By themselves in the dark room? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, thought it was more like on your bed with a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> and a damp towel. Yeah, that could be taken so many different ways, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think about that, Bob? What do you think about that new slogan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think. I think Burger King goes too far with some things. I mean... They're so busy copying McDonald's to the point to where now they think they've gone beyond McDonald's with, by having the Chicken Big King now, which is the, which is their answer to a Chicken Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey. Not, not bad. Right. Not bad at all. All right. All right. Oh, I forgot to say all right. I'm sorry. I'm telling you. All right. And Jackie doesn't care yeah, how Jackie it is. Care. She does it her way anyway. All right, yeah. Jackie, you still with us? I do it any way you want to do it. Ooh, Ooh that sounds like a whoa. It's getting warm in here. I got to get over that bridge in Jersey already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw her face. She's getting a toast did today. 
Wow. Yes, she I did. She was getting her toes did today. She was getting a manicure I saw her on Facebook today. Nice. Yes, I Pedicure, did. Got I mean. my toes you talking Jackie or something over here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna make sure she's not motherfuckering me on that thing. I know, she's always got love on everybody. We, yeah. That's why we love her. Yeah. So you got a, I got a thing for toes too. I don't know. Nice manicured toes. I'm a little freaky. Oh, there you go. Then get your ass over there to Jersey, Clem. <laughs> the woman just wants a quote unquote chicken soup recipe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll teach you how to make some muscle balls in a bowl. <laughs> why are you guys picking on me? No, we're not picking on you at all. Absolutely not. Not at all. So, yeah, we got like a few minutes before Luca calls. Yeah. And we're going to chat about that. We're going to put on our Facebook uh, where you can buy his book, his website. And uh, also, in a little while, uh, when we're talking with Tom about his escapades and stuff, uh, we're going to put up all his places, uh, websites up on our Facebook page. And... uh, I'm just sitting here and smoke my uh, electronic cigarette. I gotta light up a real cigarette pretty fucking soon because it is killing me. I'm trying to find the uh, the HK promo drop over here, but apparently Boy, he did. He wasn't on Hell's Kitchen. Oh, Luca? No, I know that. I got to a K5 team. I'm just trying to give us a little two minute break here and do a little promo drop before uh, we get Luca on. And, uh, All right, well, I got the cookbook corner little thing, because we're going to be talking about that, so I'll throw that in there. What are we talking about the cookbook corner? His cookbook. Whose cookbook? Oh, Luca. Oh, my Luca. God. Hi, ladies oh, and gentlemen, this is this Clem. Is why, this is why... This is first why, night, folks. <laughs> it is. This is it why is. I should be drinking these red apple crits. I think his real name is Al Heimer, because <laughs> he, he doesn't remember shit. He's got uh, CRS syndrome. Well, I, I, you know, you know, I don't know. Anything's possible with you. That's why I got to question everything. Yeah. God only knows what's going to happen next on this show. Uh, Especially when you keep looking behind me like someone's walking in the door. <laughs> because I like freaking you out. <laughs> well, I love her. Did we find the promo drop already? Huh? Yeah. Well, you keep. You always see. That's your problem. You always say we're going to do this without telling me, and then I got to well, look for this I thing. You know. And apparently, there's 47 of them. He put it on airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. We're going to do a little social media promo. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy on the Wacko Network and blogtalkradio.com. If you want to reach out to the show, you can email us at ctf with big and beefy at gmail.com or visit our fan page at facebook.com slash ctf with big and beefy. You can also find us on Twitter. Our tag is at ctfbbpodcast. And check out our blog at ctfwithbigandbeefy.tumblr.com. That's T-U-M-B-L-R.com. Big and Beefy's Chew in the Fat archives can also be found right here on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. So thanks for listening, and remember, keep chewing the fat.
Yo, this is the culinary renegade himself, Chef Rob Burmeister from Food Network Chop and winner of Cutco Kitchen. You are listening to my evil twin brother, Big, on Chewing the Fat with Big and Beeping. Hey, I'm Ralph Pagano. Uh, you know, number one, you know, of all the media that I've ever done, whether it be uh, Regis and Kelly, Good Morning America, uh, radio, TV, I have never been as privileged as to be on the Big and Beefy Show. Yeah, all right, we're back. And we got we got our other guest in the house, Johnny Surf. What's up, buddy? What's up, boys? How we doing? Very well. There's a couple of cocktails in the cooler if you'd hey, like. There's some cider. I would love one. Thank you. Want a Bud Light or a Red Apple Crisp? I'll go up a light. All right, cool. Yeah, so um, I forgot my cool Johnny, another another Brooklyn guy, Staten Island slash Brooklyn, but actually, he is the product of uh, Tom introducing him to me. Nice. Yeah, and Tom. I never knew John before. He hooked us up like a blind date yeah. once, and uh, we've been good friends little, ever uh, since, man. Now, do you share the jar of peanut butter or not? Uh, no, we have our own, man. We're afraid of disease. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to have your own peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. you're goddamn right. So what's up, Johnny? Things are good, man. Things are good. I'm uh, a little sick, unfortunately, so my voice is not where it should be. But uh, I'm sexy. We only, we only <clears throat> care about your face. I'm not worried. About... He's so <laughs> handsome. Ladies right. and gentlemen, we have Brenda Vaccaro in the in the he studio so also. <laughs> I'm showing uh, my age. I, as big and beefy, have a face for radio, so it's it's ah, okay. stop it, you handsome bastard. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, so uh, what, what are you up to? What, what's doing over there? Um, things are good. Me and another gentleman from the fire department um, filmed a little sizzle reel. Nice. And How's that going? We have, good. We, they're shopping it um, to a bunch of different networks now. So oh, nice. That's the matter of waiting and seeing who bites on the sizzle. So now is that going to be on the gay porn network or the? Um, well, it's, <laughs> it's already got a show on that one. It's, yeah. expand his, uh, it's open to everybody. Um, I don't. I don't. Uh, be your own way. <laughs> yeah, there's a Absolutely. fire down below. Absolutely. <laughs> now I wish you all the best. I know you were working on that the last time you were here. Let's be a little serious. Now you were doing that the last time you were here, right? No. Yeah, in the middle of sucking cock. Yeah. Yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Look, chicken. We're on Disney. I can't say chicken. <laughs> we're trying to be a little clean here. It's this. This. Uh, the show, you can say penis. I'm sorry. Give him five minutes, yeah. and he'll be throwing the F-bomb out like 9,000 times. Oh, really? Because he'll forget that he just told you that. Because he has. No, I'm trying to... I just said chicken. I didn't say anything else. You yeah. said penis. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do have an envelope of cock soup. Yes. Cock-flavored soup. And, 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 yeah. Yeah. Love the cock-flavored soup. Yeah. I was pissed out when it, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> and then Tommy serves cock-flavored soup at the rock yard. <laughs> yeah. On a bun, on a bun, baby. <laughs> Yes, the cock meat sandwich. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I got going on. I'm just uh, trying to shop that around, and um, hopefully somebody bites on it. We'll see what happens. Very cool. Fingers nice. crossed, yeah. And running yeah. around chasing baby Axel. Yeah, man, he's eight months now, so he's standing up. He's baby crawling all over the place. Love it. Yeah, he's he's nuts. Well, he's, you guys uh, got good. kids, man. Huh? Yeah. I, I need a kid. Now, yeah, you, me too. You are a kid. You don't need a kid. Yeah, I know, I know. It changed a lot of shit. It changed a lot of stuff, man. You know what it is? I want someone... That'll make sure that they're taking care of me in the nursing home when I'm 50. You got Clemenza. That's like two years from now. Just keep staying in the dating pool that you're in now, and you'll have that. You'll be good. Yeah, yeah. 20 years younger than you. Ooh. It's not a bad thing. All right, well, we got Luca on the line. I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> 
my friend. What's going on? Hello. How are you guys? Ah, I'm doing great, Luca. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Ah, no problem, my friend. I'm so psyched about your cookbook. I mean, last time I was with you in Long Island, it, you, you didn't know when it was coming out, and they were giving you a runaround, but now it's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been out now a week. Uh, it's pretty exciting. I think one of my favorite hobbies right now is going <laughs> Is go around the city in bookstores and nice. <laughs> make sure make sure it's out, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. And yeah, I go there. I pretend um, uh, I don't. I don't pretend I'm, it's my book, and I ask if they have it. So I go and find <laughs> out where they put it. <laughs> so look, just don't buy I... them all up. You know, just to make it look good. You got to let people buy it. So, uh, yeah. where can people where can people get the cookbook, Luke? Can they get it? If we don't go to a store, can you get it on your website? Where else can we find your cookbook? Yes, they can go to my website, uh, com, And there is I'm a link that on right in the first page. And uh, they just, there is also a page, cookbook, and they go in and they see whatever they want to buy. There is. You know, they can buy from Abrams, which is the publisher. They can buy from Amazon. There's a few links that they can buy. Just check what the better price. Uh, nice. But, yeah, it's pretty easy. Nice. Well, we just put it up on our page. Uh, Thank you. You know, so if you want to go there and buy yeah. it, that would be a, a great help for our buddy. You know, it's a, it's a fun cookbook. The, most of the recipes are family recipes, things that my grandmother and my mother used to cook for me. Actually, still things that my mother cooks when I go back in Italy right now. So uh, why, and why don't you I mean, tell us a couple of dishes? Well, like what? What, what is what is, what is some of the dishes that? Is your basil semi fredo on there? <laughs> yeah, there's the basil panna cotta. Well, oh, course, the panna cotta. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. There's gonna there's gonna be also some um, some some dishes that I made on the show, right? So you'll find the, the braised beef chorizo with tamarind and balsamic glaze that I made in the finale. Of course, the basil panna cotta, they're made in the finale as well. Uh, there's a huge uh, chapter about pastas. I'm trying to teach, you know, how to make fresh pasta. Try to make people understand that it's not so hard, you know. It just takes a little bit of practice and a little bit of time when you have it. But you can make a bunch, you know, a bunch of pasta in advance and then keep it in the freezer. And then it's fun to make with the kids. So, you know, I, I'm pretty excited about it because I keep on saying all the time, you know, somebody would have told me a, a year ago <laughs> that only I was going to, you know, win MasterChef, but also was gonna, I, I was going to have a cookbook, you know. <laughs> I thought nice. I, I was going to say the guys were crazy. I would never expected something like that. So I'm very excited. I'm very, very lucky. Now, we're happy for you, man. You're a good yeah, guy. Luke, very, very down to happy. Earth. But, uh, Luca, I want to introduce you to the two guys in the studio. We got uh, Tommy Cassatelli. He's got uh, three places in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn he's uh, got going. And uh, also... Oh, we're neighbors. I, oh, just yeah, moved, we're... I, just moved, I just moved in Sunset Park. Oh, nice. So I love I'm Sunset go, Park. I'm going, to, I'm going to come and see you. Yeah, please do. I'd love to meet you. I love you on the show. Great. And, uh, 
I'll introduce you to my Uncle Paul. You guys can speak Italian to each other. Yeah, he was your dad, Uncle Paul. Yeah, he's got, uh, why don't you tell him where your places are? Uh, we, we got the Kettle Black is on 87th and 3rd, where uh, we just had our 10-year anniversary. Um, you know, working hard up there. And we got uh, the Hobra Taco Joint, which is uh, two doors down um, on 3rd Avenue. Doing really well there. We're, again, working really hard. We got some great people up there. Great customers, nice. really good, uh, really good feedback, and we just opened up the lockyard on Fifth Avenue and Ninety Second, next to the firehouse, with some guys I used to work with not too long ago when I was a fireman. Um, you know, a little got a little outdoor garden there and serving some uh, American beers and uh, sausages and hot dogs and some other good stuff. So I'd love to meet you, Luca. That's great. Sure, sure. I'm definitely gonna pass by. Plus now. It's a beautiful weather. I can drive my Vespa ra- around Brooklyn. I love it. Oh, nice. the Vespa. Well, no, it's you. You'll be the only Vespa. one. Nice. Excuse us. I want to get one, too. We'll start a gang, Luca, me and you. <laughs> yeah, he's a president, <laughs> vice president. We'll, get, best, John, we'll uh, get Johnny Serp in there, too. Yeah, yeah and there's the also Johnny Serp. Get around the city. Yeah, it makes sense. You can't park. You know no what park. I'm excited about? If Italy wins the World Cup, I'm going to go around New York with my Vespa and the Italian flag. Well, if if when That's America, my goal of the year. Erica loses, I'll be with you. <laughs> and Luca, we also got a chef and firefighter John Serp. He's uh, over in uh, Sheepshead Bay, right? No, yeah, Brighton Beach, Sheepshead Bay. Brighton Beach, yeah. and uh, oh, nice. You know, he's a chef also. He was on Chop, Martha Stewart, Rachel Ray, and you know, and and we're all big fans nice. of yours, pal. He works with my cousin. Thank Matt you. Kim. I actually spoke with you. Time. I actually spoke with you last time I was on the show. Um, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. I was on the show last time with you. Actually, we spoke for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You speak to everybody now. You're you're a big shot now. You probably remember who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the no, little guys. No, big shot. No, I do remember your voice now. How okay. how um how are the dinner parties going? Dinner with Luca. So dinner with Luca uh, had a little bit of a break because I was traveling a lot. You know, luckily I got some some jobs to do in Italy as well. Nice. So it's been it's been a you know a very exciting couple of months because uh, just in two months I was like for ten days in Toronto doing dinners with Luca over there. Then uh, I was in North Carolina and South Carolina for two weeks. Then after I came back, I went straight to Italy, spent ten days in Italy, and I just come back uh, last week. And now I got a few dinners with Luca this week. And tomorrow I'm going in the Bronx. On Saturday we are going in Philadelphia. And then, actually, this, this is a, a kind of a news, but we have a private location in Brooklyn as well. So for everybody who travels to New York and it doesn't have a location, you know, with a kitchen, in Brooklyn we have uh, a small loft where we can do, you know, party up to even 10 people. They can stay comfortable. And, nice. you know, because, yeah, many people, you know, come on vacation and I receive the emails. Uh, the fun part is that the first one I'm doing is on Sunday night, and it's six people coming in vacation from the Netherlands, because even in Europe they, they, they watch MasterChef. Ah. And, and I got people, yeah, it's incredible. Sometimes I get surprised because, you know, uh, in the past couple of months I received emails from Sweden, from the Philippines, uh, from as I said, the Netherlands was a, was a big uh, it's a big big show over there. So, nice, exciting. Yeah, so that's the news, you know. Just in case people are coming in vacation in New York, we can do dinner with Luca too. That is fantastic. When do you sleep? 
Because I know you got a baby on the way. <laughs> Baby's coming in July. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. crap. You're, you're a busy guy, and you still have a little, yeah. you know, you don't sound like you want to kill yourself yet. It's pretty good, you know? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it a couple more years. You're actually pretty goddamn yeah, yeah. happy. You know what it is? It's I great Italian shoes, anyways. What's up, Luca? Because I, I, I was wondering all day if I ask you or not, because I'm watching Hans uh, Kingston a lot, and I love it, right? Uh-huh. How is it that these people, before they go to his kitchen, they don't practice scallops and risotto, man? <laughs> <laughs> every single time. Every year. Every well, year. You have risotto. I got to defend it. I mean, I didn't have to practice risotto because I was spoon-fed risotto. But the yeah. scallop thing, it, 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 it's trickery. It's not like you guys on MasterChef. You know, they cut the scallops in half, they're soaked in water, you don't see them, you don't prep them. You just get handed whatever they give you, and they're like, yeah, go cook this. So if they're already screwed, you're screwed. But I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, that's, that's what I did, too. I'm like, I looked, I never even watched the show. Like, I started watching and asking people, and everybody did yeah. the same thing. Like, you better know how to make risotto and scallops and beef wellington. You know, it's just, but I think they should change the menu at this point. I mean, 13 seasons. Let's, let's get a new friggin' menu on that. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that, that loses the charm. They throw curveballs right. every once in a while. Yeah. They change yeah, it up. They, 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 they do some different things. Yeah. yeah. But it's always the scallops, and, and, and he's right. And the result is there's always problems with Why does he got to smash everything? I don't understand why he's got to waste all that food. <laughs> smash the halibut, he smashes the scallops. What's the matter? Good TV. Good TV. They don't want they don't want smooth sailing. They want to have conflict. My favorite oh. is flipping omelets against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and I work with special needs people, so it freaks them out a little bit. But, you know. <laughs> right. What do you think we do our uh, top five right now? We got Luca on the line. Maybe we'll get him involved. All right. And uh, we're going to do a top five. And this is... Big of the top five. Now, I think this is going to be interesting because we're all chefs right here and cooks. The top five tonight is what are the top five things you wanted to be when you grew up? The top five things you wanted to be growing up. A woman. I'll tell you right now, I want to be Luca when I grow up. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm about to change my answer. I want to be Luca. (laughs) That way I can drive around Brooklyn on a Vespa. (laughs) I would need a Vespa with like three wheels. I don't think you can pull that off. You, I need like a four-wheeler with Super (laughs) Shot. Let me tell you something. I I judged the Taste of Long Island with Luca, and they gave us these statues right here. And he had the greatest line. He goes, hey, Rob. What are you, the model for this? <laughs> I'm looking at the statue, and it's got a big bit of a belly. Yeah. It's a very dope man. Do you realize since then I've done nothing but drink coffee and smoke cigarettes and have no nutrition whatsoever? Thanks. It's working, it's working Rob. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. All right, well, let's get into the top five. What are the top five things? Luke, we're going to start with you. What did you want to be growing up? I mean, did you always want to be a chef? Did you want to be something else? No, I mean, I still don't want to be a chef, but um, the, I remember my father had a car garage. He used to fix cars. So, of course, when I was little, I wanted to 
be a pilot, a, drive, a car pilot, you know? Because I, I used to, to drive the car sitting on the lap of my dad even when I was like six, seven years old. Uh, but the biggest thing was I wanted to be an a airjet pilot. I wanted to go in the Italian Air Force, right? Ooh. And, and uh, you know, in Italy, when, when it was my time, it was, it was not volunteers, but you had to do it. And that changed it for people who, was bo- who were born in 1986. But anyway, when it was my time, I had to go. And uh, you can decide to do a regular 10 months, or you can sign up and, and do a career in the Air Force. And that's what I wanted to do. And it was funny, because when you go the first day, you do the medical check, and, and they asked me, like, why do you want to be in the Air Force? Like, hey, you know, I want to be a pilot and stuff. And the doctors start laughing because I have, I have a bad, bad uh, eye, like I have a short sight. Without my glasses, I can't see basically nothing. <laughs> and the doctor says, like, there's no way in this world that you could ever drive a pilot or even, you know, be in the cockpit of the pilot. Maybe you can sit as a passenger, but you're never going to be a pilot. So I said, like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> see uh, and, and then that's it. I don't remember actually. Uh, being a pilot was was a was a big big thing. And then after that was over, you know, I was already probably seventeen, eighteen years old. And for many many years, I have no idea what I wanted to be. Of course, I wanted to be a soccer player when I was a kid, and I used to play soccer. I wanted to be a soccer pro, but uh, the, but the big the biggest was like being a pilot. Ah, that's pretty well, cool. Yeah. Yeah, how about yeah. you, Clem? I would have to say a hockey player, a fireman. What? Yeah. <laughs> hockey play player? I actually school? played, yeah, I did. Did, did you? I high school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I wasn't always fucking For two weeks. Pounds. For two weeks when he was in high and played Peter. Let me tell you a story. I actually played <laughs> roller hockey. Wait, 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 true story. I played roller hockey. I sat down in roller hockey league at Millfield. True story. And the guy cross-checked me twice in the back. So I cracked them over the head three times with the stick, and they threw me out of the league. And that was the end of it. Yeah, that was the end of it. Yeah, they still gave me the little trophy and everything. Of course. You know, I actually chased him around the ring a couple of times and beat the shit out of him. You know what it was? Look, you're going to come up and hit me, that's okay when I'm looking. But when I got my back turned, and you're going to smash me into the boards and bust me open like that from behind, I'm going to come after you. All right. What else you got? What else you got on your list? Um, A rock star. I always wanted to be a rock star, man. Yeah. You know, I'm a rock star in my own world right now, my own mm-hmm. head. But, uh, you know, I didn't chef, oddly enough, Chef wasn't on there, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Um, I wanted to be a superhero, too. I wanted to go out and fight crime. Oh, nice. Yeah. So a cop. Yeah, a cop. Yeah, I didn't want to be a cop. I don't like... <laughs> I'm not even going to say Stop you. talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, Bob Meister? What do you want to be? Yeah, well, mine was be? rock star. Comedian? Yeah. I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Now you're just uh, a sit-down comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the other one, I wanted to be in movies. And then yeah. when I was like 16, 17, I wanted to be in porn movies. My yeah. name was River Wild. <laughs> yeah. Because I would kill two birds with one stone. Nice. <laughs> but the top two... My porn name is Miles Deep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, or it's Asian, hung low. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but my top two and one, two of them I could have went to school for, and I chose not to because I had to pay for it. One was uh, Clown College, and the other one was Culinary School. Clown I wanted to be College. a chef. Yeah. Formerly known as CSI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, Ringling Brothers has a clown college, I know, I and it's like it's like boot camp. And I didn't want to exercise; I just wanted to make like balloon animals and, and juggle and hit the road, yeah. you know. Right. 
The clubs but, uh, paid a lot of money. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I know it's like, it's like the army. You got to get chosen. You got to do all these things for months and try out. Wow. And I just didn't have it. Wow. But uh, yeah, so and a chef was uh, the top one. I used to be instead of watching really? cartoons. Really, wanted to be a chef. I was like eight years old. I used to watch Julia Child, Yan Can Cook. Jeff Smith, the Frugal Gourmet. If Jan can cook, then so can you. Yeah, he's one of my heroes, man. And I met him, and, and we hung out for a little while. It was fucking great. Yeah, can't speak English, but he can cook. I'm good for now. Thanks. Good? All right, Johnny and uh, Tom, how about you guys? What yeah, Tommy. Uh, I'd probably have to say, like, uh, an athlete of some sort. Like, uh, you know, I played on the soccer team at Peters for for four years. I played on the fire department team for a bunch of years. Um, you know, never had what it took. Baseball, all that good stuff. As far as like being a chef and all that, it was really just for fun, you know. I entered a a cooking contest when I was a young fireman in like '95 uh, um, at the Javits Center. I went there expecting to have like you know 20, 30 competitors. It was me and two other guys, like one fireman from like Peekskill, New York, who had like uh, a five-star restaurant up there, and then uh, some other guy like me, just some local fireman from New York. Yeah, um, John Serp. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. John wasn't climbing yet. I, was I, always, I always like to brag and say, yeah, I came in second in a cooking contest in the Javits Center. <laughs> and my brothers were always saying, yeah, the three guys. <laughs> hey, me, me and John know third. that feeling, let me tell you. It wasn't third. So, uh, you know, I kind of got into this uh, into this business that I'm in now, like, uh, you know, on a whim. I was a bartender for many, many years, and, you know, it just happened. When I stopped being a fireman, I needed something to do. Nice. Here right. I am. All right, Johnny. When I was a kid, my dad tried to convince me to not be a cop because he was a cop. Mm-hmm. So I went in the law direction, well, not law enforcement direction. He convinced me to be a lawyer. So <clears throat> that was my original thing when I was really young was to be a lawyer. And then I realized that I really love lawyers of what they do. So second thing was a pro baseball player. All right. Because I was pretty good at baseball and athletics. Third thing was... I hate to be cliche, but of course, rock star. Because yeah, you see how those guys live star. and what they do. They travel the world. They rock it out. They do whatever they want. All the girls, of course, that they I get. Maybe you'd imagine that one. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, I have to interrupt. I just got a text from Cuz Chris, and he said, "It's so odd that you and Clem didn't want to be thin." <laughs> I have to change mine. I want to be Italian like uh, Luca. Yeah, the guy can, like, say anything yeah I want to be in a Vespa gang with Luca. That's so <laughs> awesome. They just got their own little Vespa gang. I think that would be really cool. Well, Vespas are kind of like the mopeds when we were kids. And I remember my father saying mopeds are like fat girls. Had, They're fun to ride until yeah. a friend sees you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had some called, called the Chappie or the Choppy or something. Oh, it was one of them pedal ones, too. You'd have to pedal it to get it started. Yeah. I rode a Vespa when I was in Italy not too long ago, and you guys are nuts, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I like, didn't roam. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, I couldn't believe these guys were zipping in and out of traffic. They were almost killing each other. Like, it was Now, now Luke, how fast does the Vespa go? Um, I rode the Vespa, uh, what was I, from Positano to Amalfi. And it was awesome. Oh, the ride was great. Right. But in Rome, in yeah. Rome, they're crazy. They're crazy in, in Rome. Rome. I couldn't believe they're doing They're crazy. Nuts. They're insane. This is, this is the thing, though. Like, it's really, uh, it's more like it's our culture. Because we, we really, we can drive a scooter when we are 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And, and if you see in a city like Rome, there is an enormous amount of, of scooters everywhere. 
Which, yeah, there was. You know, for me, surprising that you don't, you don't, you still don't see a lot here in New York. I just think because people are not used of, of driving them. I, I drove it. I drove it in Rome as well, and I gotta say, in Rome they might be crazy, but you don't have the crazy taxi drivers like here in, in the city. That's true. I would, That's I true. Would rather, That's because you don't have Sri Lankans in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what part of Italy are you from, Luca? I'm from Friuli, which is a beautiful region in the northeast, next to Venice. Oh, right nice. On the border. Yeah, it's exactly the same region where Joe Bastiani is from. Oh, cool. Oh, so you had it in. He didn't pick you the first yeah. time. What the hell was that? Exactly. <laughs> that son of a Bastanovich. <laughs> <laughs> is he is he like that nonstop? By the way, Joe, is he like a like a not so nice person all the time? No, no, it's 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 very nice. At least it's to me. It's it's okay. very it's very cool. I actually saw him last Monday. They did the Fox up front. It was me, him, and uh, Chef Elliot hanging out. Joe is fun. It's just you know he he plays a character like you see. Chef Ramsey in his kitchen is all like uh, screaming and yelling, and but the Master Chef is pretty cool, and you know, <laughs> in, in yeah, Master Chef Junior, really, Master you guys Chef got Junior, the really. you guys got the nice Gordon man. We got we got the yeah music. yeah 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 yeah. They are they are nice sure. though. When the cameras are off, they're super nice. Oh, absolutely though. He's he's a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. You see, but only I think only Luca can pull off riding the Vespa. Yeah, like, I don't know if I can see you get off a of Vespa, Rob. I bet you can can a Vespa. <laughs> yeah, but I'm Italian, so I can say, yeah, exactly. But at least I got the Italian thing over. <laughs> I may be low to the ground, but at least I got the Italian thing yeah, over. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, Clem, you have something stuck up your ass. Oh, that's a Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> that's only why I parked that thing. Don't laugh, I may go get one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Luca, do you have anything else to promote for us? You, you got your book coming out. Um, you're opening up that cool, uh, that, that like, loft to have, you know, dinner with Luca right in there. Yeah. Are you going to be making any appearances, any book signings? or? Uh, the book signings are all in the process of being booked. Uh, and we don't have, we don't really have, like, official dates so far, but uh, the requests are coming, and, Probably in the next couple of weeks. I think for people, if they are interested, is the best way is also fo always follow my my social media. On Twitter is Luca Manfè, or they can go in the MasterChef Twitter is MC4 Luca, and Facebook also have the two pages, one for MasterChef. They just click in for Luca Manfè, and my pages find uh, come out. Luca, we got to so get you. Yeah. We got to get you in the uh, the Bay Ridge bookstore uh, that my friends own. Uh, the bookmark shop, beautiful, beautiful yeah, shop. Yeah, that would be nice. That guy from yeah, Eddie, that would be nice. Mookie Wilson, he's a great chef. Uh, <laughs> Willie Randolph, another great chef. But, uh, you know, now that you're living in the hood, man, we got to get you over there. So I'll talk to Rob after. I'll yeah. get your number. We'll hook it up. Great. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Thanks definitely, man. And uh, I'd say that we have bookstores on Staten Island, but we're all illiterate. And I think it's only a Barnes & Noble. I think but, uh, that would be cool if you can get yeah, over there, fine. you know, we'll get a... Oh, nice, yeah, so yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, you yeah. can hook up a nice signing in Staten Island, and uh, we can get a, a ton of, like, crazy people out there to, to buy your book. I would yeah. love to, Every, everything, thank you. 
And again, the name of the book is My Italian Kitchen. Right. My Italian Kitchen. My Italian My Italian Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. My is uh, family favorite family recipes. It's really it's fun. It's fun. It was a lot of fun uh, putting together the recipes and try it. And right. Well, that's uh, the I'll hardest say, part is is testing them out, right? To make sure they work. That's the best part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I gotta, I gotta say, you know, now I say it was fun to do it, but I remember those seven weeks. It was pretty, pretty frenetic, you know. Seven, seventy recipes in seven weeks was was uh, was not a joke. But you know, as I said before, it's very exciting. So uh, it's a part of the process, you know. To get the cookbook, that's what you gotta do. So uh, it's part of the deal, and I loved it. I really loved it. So I really loved it, this one. Yeah. Do you have one favorite recipe from the book or one particular thing that you really love or really want people to see? Well, uh, I know that you, know, you can find, you can find, uh, <laughs> the, the, you can find beef show ribs almost everywhere, right? But I'm very, you know, uh, I love that recipe because it reminds me of the finale, you know. That was, I think, was my pass for the title. The tamarind and balsamic uh, brace ribs with sunchokes and chanterelle mushroom and watercress. It's mm. really one of the dishes. And I made it so many because right after the show came out, everybody who was booking dinner with Luca asked me for, you know, that recipe. They, they want to eat that food, you know. So right. and the same thing in Italy. I went to eat in Italy and everybody, when I cook in Italy, they want to try the show ribs. Uh, maybe, now, tamarind you know, is an Italian ingredient. <laughs> no, they're not Italian ingredients at all. So that's why people are Luca, not please tell Clem that not everything has to be Italian. He can, no, he can no, let yeah, it go. No, he can exactly. go outside the box. <laughs> that's, uh, the Italian, right? Go outside the boot, my friend. The Italians are making all the good food. One Come on, if you want to be Italian, One of the things that I like to do the most is to take classic dishes. And, and try to reinvent it with, with modern and different ingredients. Like the braised beef ribs in Italy, we do it classic, you know, with red wine sauce and serve it with polenta. Okay, so I was trying to do something a little bit different. And, and, and that dish, you know, I, t- I ate it so many times, and every time I cook it, I, I, I don't get tired of eating it. Nice. Of course, then Very you have, cool. you know, my, my mother's tiramisu. That you know, it reminds me when I was a kid and I used to help her in the kitchen. Uh, there are a few, a few, pretty fun, uh, you know, recipes that my grandmother used to cook with me, like the uh, apple fritters in the desserts. And there's a bunch of risottos, which I love risotto. Nice. They're all easy. I think it happens in Brooklyn. We got to get him over here one day and have him bring some ribs over to the studio. Yeah, he's in Brooklyn. What, what's he That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to get your ass over here. Why the Vesper over to Varanzano, Luke? We got to get you over here in Staten Island. I think the Lockyard okay. could use a braised yeah. rib special one yeah, night, we're right? Working on it. Yeah. We're going to call it the Luca. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Make it into we'll a sausage. Work on it. I would love to. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. We all got to hook up and. Uh, yeah, well, thanks a lot for calling in the show, my friend. And uh, we're going to promote the hell out of your book. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, if you can call the publishing house or something, maybe you can donate a book to us so we can give it away on the air one yeah. week. I'll do that. Silence. Yeah. 
Crickets. I just heard crickets. Yeah, just write, write me on Facebook and we work on that. Not a problem at all. Yeah, sure. I mean, of course I'll win, but uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to win. He just wants the free book. He just doesn't want to go out and buy one. That's the problem. No, I will definitely go out and buy it. I definitely will. Yeah, I'm going to go out and buy a copy too. We got to get, yeah. got to get the book. But we got to support our buddy Luca. But yeah, uh, you should have it by now. Oh, yeah, well, this, this is the, my first day off from work, and I'm I'm actually working. Kind you of. You gotta remember the checks. We don't get paid that much either. Yeah. The uh, the bookstore uh, they don't let me in. You know, you got you got to take a reading test to get in. That was from the back of the bookstore that you got <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right, Luca. Thank you very much. Right. Have a good ring and evening, and uh, keep in touch, bud. We'll definitely uh, we're gonna promote the hell out of your book now. Thanks All right, you can go to uh, take care of us. on the Facebook page. Uh, you can click the link and go right and buy the book. Absolutely, it's all yeah. it's all up there right My now. Italian kitchen. Yes. All right. all right, pal. Thanks a lot for calling Thanks, in. Guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tom. All right. All right. All right. Chef Luca Manfred. Yeah, right. That yeah, was he was great. Cool. Nice guy, huh? Ah, he's so fantastic. Um. Chef Eddie Canlon loves chewing the fat with big and beefy. Hey guys, this is Chrissy Melissi from Chrissy's Teeth. You guys are listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is the Pope of the Rice, Lil Joe Pulperoni. Listen to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Lou from the Chef's Table, and if you know where it's at, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Sean Quinn's Shop Champion. And you're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Now go to ChefSeanQuinn.com and buy some bacon jam, would you? Hello, everybody. This is Vinny Accardi from Hell's Kitchen in Room 55, Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, this is Chef Jessica Vogel, and I just got sandwiched by Big and Beefy. You're listening to Chewing the Fat. This is Chef Barrett, Season 11, Hell's Kitchen. I'm Chewing the Fat. You're Chewing the Fat. We're all Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy right here. All righty, yeah, a little radio drop there. We got we got uh, some interesting things on Facebook from the top five. We missed John Paul too. Yeah, I know he was there, but you know know, we we couldn't interrupt the. uh, We got a lot of people saying they wanted to be a gangster or a hitman. Well, that's that's Clem's Clem's page, of course. (laughs) You know, uh, people say they wanted to be a nurse, a doctor, um, a sniper, a sniper, an arms dealer. Oh, my God. And they're all their last names are Caserta. (laughs) (laughs) Or Italian-related. A teacher, professional skater. That was uh, one of my friends, Nina. She wanted to be a professional skater. Nice. All right. Like what kind? Like ice skater? I don't know, but I wouldn't mind skating. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. You guys get paid to skate around, right? That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. You just got to get up at like 3 in the morning and have your parents yell at you and you have no childhood. And then uh, you, know, you might get terrible. a gold medal one day. Yeah, ice time's horrible. Hockey and skating, Ooh. ice time's the oh, worst. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really bad. So I can't believe you really wanted to go to clown college. Yeah, man. All right. Well, I was psyched. I remember that. Yeah, I was psyched, man. I couldn't wait. And then it was like, well, it's like boot camp. I'm like, all right, take care. You're like, oh, it's hard? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. How hard is it to put on big clothes and juggle? I mean, come on. That's what <laughs> I wanted to juggle? do. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get a clown song. There's no clown songs? 
There is. Every time I see him, that's pretty Robin, much what I hear. Yeah, Ron's in, on yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You can hear Ron's been busted out of his song and everything because he's, he's like an encyclopedia I, of... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see this guy for like 10 years after high school. And uh, literally when I saw him walk into the bar, that's like the, the music that I heard. Like, you know, some guys have like really cool music. That's the music I heard when Burmeister walked into the bar. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, to see that he's doing what he's doing because this is like uh, what he needs to be doing. Oh, I love you it, You too, Clem. All right. <laughs> I'm always doing what I'm not supposed to be doing. I mean, what I'm doing... What are you doing now, Clem? As a as a Brooklyn guy that used to come over from Brooklyn, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, to to go to high school in Staten Island. On the seven. Yeah, the, the S seven and the one oh two. Dropped you right off at Duke Frazier's. Yeah. You get the fifty cent shorties over there, that right? Was the name of that bar? Yeah, right. It's right down here on the corner. Well now it's like it's uh, like, uh yeah, it's burnt not, out yeah, church burnt out, or yeah. something. And uh the little deli across the street, Richie's deli. Mm-hmm. You know, the bacon egg uh bacon egg yeah. and cheese you want ketchup, salt, pepper. But it was great to see, like, real Italian-style dudes, like, old school, like Clem. John and, Campanelli. Yeah, like Lacanina, <laughs> Tom Danielli. I mean, these guys were, you know, Yo, all fantastic. Yo, my ass, it's hot. Yeah, all fantastic <laughs> guys. All fantastic guys. You know, I played on the soccer team with Dom and Greg Foley. Um, but it was like a different world, man, for us guys from Brooklyn. And, and, uh, yeah. Clem was, Clem was one in a million. He was one of the... You know, he, he could have thought and analyzed this or that. Um, he was in the Bronx Tale yeah, and... Oh, yeah. um, oh, I didn't know that. And, and Great, great Expectations. Yeah, I didn't know that. I killed Robert De Niro Great Expectations. Yeah, no joke. Did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Check that out, man. My father did all the movies. My father grew up with De Niro when they were kids. And uh, so I got into the movies. He wow. He Pope of Greenwich Village, Cookie, Cotton Club, Casino... Once upon a time in America. Never knew that. Bronx Tale. Analyze this. He did. All right, we got we got a couple yeah, of uh, another phone call here. Yeah. Hey, you're chewing the fat with big and beefy. Who are you talking to? This me? Y- yes, sir. Talking to you. You know, you know who this is? Talking to me. Do we have Chef Sean Quinn dot com on the line? You have fucking Chef Sean Quinn dot com on the line. Hey, all right, Boy. pal. What's up? What's He's up, got Tommy? some bacon chips smeared on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's going on, Tommy? What's up, Sean? How are you, my brother? I'm very good. How are you? Good. Sean used to look like a regular person. Now he looks like a 14-year-old boy. He lost like 20 pounds. He's working out. Nice. Clear huh. skin, bright eyes. He looks awesome. Yeah, it's all the right. onion marmalade. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. Oh, the bacon jam. <laughs> the bacon yeah, he, jam. he showers with that stuff. Well, he showers with his homemade bacon soap. We have a little competition going. But I, mean, I never did. I ever give you mine? No, you never did. But I do ah. use bacon, homemade bacon soap every day. Yeah. And I love it. It's good stuff. What are you guys bacon talking about? Soap. Yeah, we bacon make it with, uh, with bacon fat and lye, and then you you put your little scents in it and stuff. Like, it's like great. Tyler Durden. Really? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. From that bacon club. bitch in there, and they were getting That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Human yeah. fat. No joke. Is, is that why I was attracting the type of girl he's attracting? Because the bacon bits in his armpits? And yeah. yeah. And in his pores? Rats. <laughs> that's understandable. Now it makes sense. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's man. So, yeah, Sean what? Quinn. We got John Serpin here also in the studio. Another chopped, uh, chopped veteran. I tried. Oh, nice. I tried, man. I, just I tried. Did, uh, Johnny I just met uh, a Nikki Dinky from the Next Food Network star yesterday. I did an NBC spot. She was very nice. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll, I'll try. Maybe I'll was try. Was she and also get her on, on the Teletubbies? Show. 
Was she also on the Teletubbies? Is Tinky Winky? What's her name? <laughs> Nicky Dinky. Nice. Did that air soon or that's going to air soon? It's going to air mid-June, yeah. It'll be on uh, NBC today. It's a, it's a cooking segment. It should be a couple minutes long. I'll let everybody know uh, oh, when, cool. when it's definitely going to be on. Nicey, nice, but, guy. Uh, maybe I can get her to call in or come into your show. She was pretty oh, cool. Oh, hell yeah. Very cool. Yeah, All definitely, right. man. Hook it up. Yeah, so what are you that. up to? Are you working right now? I am working. I just stepped out onto 89th Street to talk to you guys for a minute. And i got to get back on the line in about a minute. What's going on, Tom? Well, you going to open, open a new place soon or what? Uh, I don't know. I, you know. I, I, didn't, I don't know if three is enough. I think you got to move, get another one. Well, he, like, he's, uh, always got, he's always got something you know, up his sleeve. you, you got to take, uh, you know, the... The boob, uh, it's like the martinis, right? When you open up restaurants, you know, you say about <laughs> martinis. Martinis are like boobs, and so are restaurants. One's not enough, and three's too many. Yeah. So once you get three, you know, if you if you're doing it, then you know maybe you keep moving. I got a lot of good friends that are that are real good chefs, so you know maybe we can, uh, you know, make <laughs> something happen here. Yeah. How about a room that people can come in on vacation? And awesome. I love that idea. That's terrific. Every, everybody gets a Vespa. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I love you that. Play a chicken cacciatore and a Vespa. I'm in. On a Vespa. We'll make a little stove on the Vespa. It'd be sick. I'm in. Very nice. We're That's actually a, looking right. to do a, and this is something I was going to talk to Serp about because he's uh, you know, a fireman in that area. We're looking to do a, a pop-up kitchen in Coney Island to uh, benefit the Mermaid Parade. Mm. So, actually, I owe Serp a phone call, and, you know, I'll talk to him now after the show. That'd be great. If that happens, I'll let these boys know, and maybe they can come out, too, and help. It's yeah. a great, great, uh, great cause. I'd love to. That'd be nice. great. Uh, Tommy, you, let, you know where I am. You let me know if you need anything. You got it, Sean. All right, Sean, All right. quick. Our top, our top five was, what you want to be when you grew up? Your top five things. What did I want to be when I grew up? Air Force pilot? Uh, fireman? Uh, what was it? Fuck. Air Force pilot, fireman, army man. I had all these military aspirations. Uh, chef never really came into the, into the equation until later on. Uh, but I think it was pretty much Air Force pilot or fireman was really really the, you, the top two. So you I'm never wanted to be a, a bacon pulverizer? and Like a bacon jamster or nothing like that? Maybe pig farmer. That might have been back there, pig farmer. Oh, nice, nice. I wanted to be the inventor of ChefSeanQuinn.com. <laughs> That's right. What did you say, Clem? I said I wanted to be the inventor of ChefSeanQuinn.com. I just wanted you to say it again. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Smart man, smart man. All right, All right guys, i got to get back on the line. I'll talk to you soon, huh? All right, right Sean, take it easy, my friend. Later, Thanks for calling. Be good, boys. All right, that was uh, Chef Sean Quinn from yeah. ChefSeanQuinn.com. That's right. Where's he work? Chadwick. Uh, Chadwick. Oh, okay. in, uh, World Bay famous Ridge. Chadwick's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. One of the oldest restaurants in Bay Ridge. Great, right? great, great people, great owners. Good stuff, Chadwick's. I like that place a lot. Yeah. All right, so we got, we got a question for you, Rob and I, that we were talking about earlier. Since you were a fireman, you are a fireman. What was the one thing that you enjoyed eating or making the most in the firehouse? Wow. One dish. One you had to pick tough. one. Did I make or did someone else make? Either you made or someone else made. Yeah, like what was your go-to, like your yeah. your most famous thing that you made or like that people always wanted you to make? Um, 
Well, as Tommy knows, the fire department is very strange and finicky and weird sometimes. And sometimes when you're a very good cook, they will chicken make for you a chance. Can you make right. chicken for no, a no, chance? They'll make you think everything is terrible. Even though it's really good. So some guys don't want to give you credit for making good stuff. It's, it's pretty interesting. Even if um, they love it, they're just going to break your shit. If they yeah. love it, they'll, they'll stand up and throw it out, and then they'll secretly eat it in the back later on. Like It's very strange. It's a strange culture. Um, the one thing that I make that's the best or that people ask for. Um, wow. Just take a you know, break. Just you want to go first? I'll think about mine. I can't I think of the make, one thing. Um, I used to make like a stuffed flounder um, that everybody loved. It was just a really expensive dish, and fine, and like, you know, most bartenders will tell you cheap. They didn't want to pay for it. Firemen and teachers. Yeah. yeah. And cops, too. <laughs> cops are cheap, too. Um, people like when I made that. My favorite thing to make was I used to make a, a, a chicken chili. Um, and it's funny, too, because I tried to put it on the, the, the menu at a restaurant when we first opened. And it, it, it just didn't work. It's something that the guys nope, in the, the fire. chicken had. chili, just, I, I tried doing it, too. It just, yeah, it didn't work. Nope. Well, I'm looking to, to, to special it over here. In, uh, yeah, if you were to put, like, chicken fat chili and something. Yeah. You made well, it, wasn't, it wasn't healthy. It wasn't like Dark meat, Tommy. Dark meat. Yeah. Keep your personal life uh, out of this. We're talking, about, <laughs> we're talking about food, John. Tip your dark on. meat so into the chili. I'm a married man, Tommy. I'm a married man. Chicken chili. What's, what's, your, what's your thing? All right. I'm going to say either my paella is my favorite thing that the guys liked at the firehouse and my favorite thing to make at the firehouse my chicken burgers believe it or not right, so I'm making a mean chicken, chicken burger so chicken chili and chicken burgers now, I don't know what, what, do you, what do you think man would you rather have a chicken chili or a chicken burger I'd rather have the chicken chili and there's a few reasons why first of all I'm a big chili fan second of all it's better the next day Third of all, you could put it all over the chicken burger on, like, the third day. Good thinking. See, That's I like the chicken burger. I think, and I did a banging chicken burger. I used to grind my fresh chicken, okay, and then I would add provolone, sun-dried tomatoes, capers, parsley, grated cheese, salt, pepper, and then a couple of other ingredients that I don't ever tell anybody, but, you know, a little mustard. Yeah. And I used to love the freaking chicken burger. Top it with a little fresh mutts. Yeah, I but I would have to say a chicken burger rather than chicken chili. I don't know. We're, getting, we're, getting, with, we're actually getting I'd have ready. to go with the burger, but Rob and I, you know, we... we yeah, I'm, go, I'm going chili. I'm, I'm going, going chili on this one. And, uh, you know, it is later. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. So, and it's kind of weird because the food fight right now, it could easily go, would you rather have a burger or a chili? Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird that the best things with chicken. I get it. It's actually cheaper than buying beef and stuff if you make it in the firehouse. Well, the favorite thing is paella. That's what they like the most right. that I make. But the thing that I go to, I guess, for lunch yeah. is the chicken burger. It's cheap. It comes out really good. It's, it's juicy. Right. I, I put some condiments on it. It's, it's Yeah, I mean, I used to make a chow at the Tijuana chicken burger, and it was like grind up peppers, onions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm a chili fan, man, because you can, you can freeze it. You can eat it, like, for a week. And whereas a burger or whatever, you reheat that thing, it's like rubber. So yeah, you can't reheat it. Nah, nah it's a one-shot deal. We're going right? to do a, a chili contest in uh, Lockyard over the summer in the backyard. I'm in. 
Yeah, we're going to uh, see if you guys wanted to be the judge. All right, yeah, I'll judge. I'll judge. Because, uh, you know, it's a pain in the ass, but but I'll, I'll definitely be a judge. Cool, cool. That'd be fun to judge, yeah. 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 That'd be great. That'd be yeah, that would be good, man. Like, you would do a little... Uh... Now, how's the backyard there? It's nice. It's awesome. It's nice, He's nice very modest. It's awesome. It's really nice. It's nice. Really and nice. And the thing uh, that I appreciate about my friends in this business, you know, everybody in this room included, is that, you know, a lot of people ask, hey, what do you think? And, uh, you know, they look, they want the lip service. Oh, everything is great. The first time Serp came, I, we, I left the conversation. I was, like, literally, like, weeping. <laughs> like, here's what's wrong, and here's this, and here's that. And, you know, the next day, I'm like, I asked for it, which I really did ask for it. And Sean Quinn is the same way, brutally honest, mm-hmm. the same way with him. Um, you know, made my restaurant better. Right. For what John said. So it's funny because, uh, you know, everybody likes to hear, oh, it's great. Everything's great. Right. It's a pile of shit on a plate. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Say, hey, put a little parsley on that. Yeah, yeah. John was like, you know, <laughs> he's like, the pretzels were stale, the mustard was flat, and, uh, you know, every this was good, this was good, but this sucked. Yeah. Well, I and mean. All the stuff that sucked is no longer on the menu, so I thank John for that. Oh, really? uh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, we changed, yeah, we changed everything. He was right. Yeah, he, and the guy he, he fired right. thanks you, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> we can't fire my brother. He's too big. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, your brother lives right the, Is it the one that lives right yeah, up the street? Yeah. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was a beautiful house on the block. I, I hate know. walking from Duffy's down the street because Secret Service always tackles yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys with their headphones. This guy took this little tiny light blue house and built 1600 Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Avenue. Right here? Right, great. Yeah. right up the street here. Beautiful family. It's the one with all the lights and all the people stand outside the gate taking pictures. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful house. He's got a great family. My partner, real smart guy. Yeah, good people. Yeah, he buried himself into West Brighton. He's a West Brighton guy now. Yeah, he's with the man. I walk down the street. He's waving everybody, kissing babies, shaking hands. Yeah, actually, my cousin, which he wants me to ask you, uh, we're going to see uh, the movie Chef tomorrow night in Cobble Hill or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he... Invited everybody if you want to come. We're going with like my buddy Cormac, uh, my chili partner Terry and stuff. But everyone here is invited, and he wanted me to ask you because he's friends with your brother, good council people. Mm-hmm. Which of your three places do you recommend for our after after movie cocktails? What time? Like eleven o'clock. Uh, I'd say kettle. Um, we got the wing night. We do fifty cent wings, so it's packed from like. Three in the afternoon, probably till eleven o'clock. Standing room only, you know, got about yeah. an hour wait. But for drinks, you'd be good for kettle. The the lock yard, the the yard closes on Wednesdays at ten fifty nine. Yeah, so <laughs> it probably wouldn't be great for that. And the taco joint, you know, taco joint would be good too if you're in the mood for margaritas. But if you're uh, at well, kettle, that's right you're next at, you're door. Yeah. Joint, yeah, yeah. So definitely the kettle black on eighty seventh and third. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Raging I'll be on Fifth Avenue at the Lockyard, 9221, Fifth Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> but my brothers will be up on uh, at the Kettle. But if, right, if, I'll be there, I'll cruise around. If, yeah. if you're going, you text me and I'll meet you there. All right, no good. Doubt. Yeah, because he, he was just texting me. He's been wanting to see this movie and come in on the show and do a review. So he just asked me if, you know, if everyone wants to go tomorrow. I think tomorrow that night. people, you guys are talking about that movie before, like the people in the business might hate it because they're going to be like, oh, that's not true and that's true and that's bullshit. You know, the general public is going to like it probably because right. John Favreau's in it and that guy's awesome. Right. But he looks like a 
freaking house now, man. Yeah, right. he got what big. Yeah. Well, I think he put he on big. weight for this movie ah, because he most he put of on the movie. For like his last five movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah he got big. Talk, but right. Well, ever since he was the uh, UFC fighter on Friends, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, that was yeah, the only yeah, time yeah, he was yeah. in shape. Not swing is still. Well, he was like he was like he was twelve. Like 12. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was eating fucking grilled yeah. cheese sandwiches every day. I'm, I'm hung up on grilled cheese today, and I'm starving. Get this guy grilled cheese. Yeah, somebody please. <laughs> He's never had one before. Where's oh, Eddie Canlan? Eddie Canlan, this guy's great. He owns Canlan's restaurant. Oh, forget it. The uh, showed up one day. What was the name of the sandwich? The deck the maker. The freaky Eddie. The freaky Eddie. <laughs> deck maker. Oh, is that the two grilled cheeses with the in the middle, the middle of it? Oh. Cadlin's Restaurant, oh, it's yeah. over by uh, Farrell on uh, North Railroad yeah, Avenue. Was totally so. insane. So it was totally insane. If you're listening, you better bring in some yeah. more sandwiches. It was one grilled cheese on one side with uh, Swiss, another grilled cheese on the other side as the outside with cheddar or American, and inside was like pastrami, bacon, grilled tomatoes, sautéed onions, bechamel sauce, all this stuff. I And he brought a bunch of them, so I was eating them for like four days. Cold Great. was gray. Oh. Nice. And then he it. had the, uh, the the crazy rap with the cherry peppers, and he goes, I hate rap. rap. Was, I, I'm not a rap guy at all. You wouldn't tell by looking at me, but I'm not a rap yeah. guy. It was fantastic. It was one of the best raps I've ever eaten. Yeah. Eddie's very creative. I mean, he comes up with a lot of crazy stuff. Oh, I love Eddie. Well, yeah, John and good. I uh, judge with him and stuff, and he's a pisser. The yeah, guy is just... He's great. He's a kid like us. Yeah, absolutely. He's great. We got some people chiming in, and it looks like chili's taking off. We got chili on my burger, chili. Chili over rice with a splash of vinegar and awesome. sauce. Awesome. All right, so underrated. Cincinnati chili is the way to go. Over, uh, rice. Oh, I hate it. Cincinnati chili. Cincinnati chili is great. I was trying to do that up at the joint on uh, Fifth Avenue, and people were like, Rod, you ever do uh, chili with spaghetti? Yeah, it's oh, great. It's awesome. I'm offended by it, but I got to tell you. It's fantastic. It's really good. Right. Yeah. Really how, do you think, how do you think the Chinese feel? Because they invented pasta. Well, how do you think they feel it's with the... Uh, pizza too, I heard. I'm going to hit you in the head with the fucking red apple Christmas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I think Moses invented the pizza. These Jews were making unleavened bread on hot rocks in the desert. Yeah, no doubt. That was some pizza right there. Thank you, Clem. All right. That's great. Thanks for not whacking me in high school. Ooh, here we go. This is why we love Cousin Chris. What has he got going on now? Well, he said, well, once we said that, you know, to go to Kettle, he goes, well, we're big shots. We want a VIP area. Make it happen. All right. And then he goes, Skyline Chili Cincinnati. Oh, Skyline Chili Cincy over Angel Hair. They use chocolate in their recipe. He's yeah, a foodie. The guy is obsessed. And, yeah, they do use chocolate or, or cocoa. Yeah, I use, I use, uh, I use um, you know, Baker's chocolate of mine and a little cocoa powder. Nice. Yeah, I don't know why. So I saw it on TV. I've been, I've been you know. a lot with uh, coffee lately. Yeah. Doing a lot of braises with coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, not mm-hmm. braises, sorry, brines. Yeah. Um, oh, you brine with the coffee. Yeah, we're working yeah. on some stuff. And you know what's good if you make a rub with coffee but use instant coffee? Yeah, definitely the instant. Yeah. That's what I've been using, the instant. You're going to love it in an instant. Yeah, just finally, finally got a phone out of you. I don't think no I, idea where the hell that's from. I don't think I'll eat a pork chop or chicken parts again without brining them. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's the brine is, is, is so cheap. Yeah, it's huge. We're working on the wings. I mean, we, we do kettle black. Forget it. We do monstrous amounts of wings, on, mm-hmm. you know, during all week, and we're just always constantly looking to get better. Um, and that's what we're working on now, brine. Yeah, definitely. So and even like, if you do a simple one. Literally 55-gallon buckets worth of chicken wings. Yeah. Are you brining them now? 
uh, we're in the process of like finalizing the recipe. Wow. So we've done some test kitchens. And yeah. Maybe for next week. I'll let you guys know. Do you remember that wing I did at the Jersey spot, that Thai chili wing? Yeah, it was good. That, that's, I, I, came, I actually tweaked that a little more recently, and it's unfreaking believable That was really good. But I started brining them, and I'm, it, there's a big difference. Yeah. You wouldn't think it. Years nah, ago, I was like, ah, it doesn't make nah, a difference. Oh, no, it's huge. beyond. It's beyond it, good. It makes it's a huge, huge especially pork chops. It's, oh, I, yeah. I, oh. Absolutely. I think it's the last, like... You know, with the with all the food channels being so prevalent today, it's like everyone's an expert. Everyone's an expert right. on restaurants. I can run a bar. I watch bar mm-hmm. rescue. I do this. I think brining is being like it's like the last frontier for like normal kitchen chefs. Right, because mm-hmm. people don't, don't want to do take it. the time. Yeah, you and especially time. Thanksgiving, it's tough. I always tell people they're like, "How do I do it?" I'm like, "Brine it," but they can't find anywhere in their fridge to yeah, fit unless they have a second fridge yeah. that can de- you know, yeah. take all the guts out and just put it yeah. put it in. But it's definitely well, well worth it. Absolutely, it really is. It, it absolutely, totally is. the Everybody best turkey I ever had. Chili on their burger. Yeah, I think you're, I, I, I've never actually believe it or not. I never yeah, done chili, chili on a chili burger. Chili burger? Woo! I don't oh. see. I don't like. I don't even like a chili dog. Believe it or not, I don't oh, like man. chili. Oh man! Shame on you, Clem. I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand it. Right, I, so I've eaten them. Shame. Chili and a fried egg on a burger. I remember yeah, drinking in high egg. school. I used to go to Seven Eleven and they had the pre-made chili dog, chili cheese dogs, and you just put it in. You had to hit the number four or the two or yeah. three on the microwave. Awesome. I remember those. I remember it's the packaged burger and the little thing you did. Yeah. Good. You scrape the mold right off it and just chow yeah. down. That's good. Uh, who cares? Cheeseburger all the way. Rednecks eat chili. That's my boy Tommy. All right. He's Italian. He knows what he's saying. Yeah. But that, I, see, I can understand that, though. But I, I just, the whole chili dog thing, it just kind of took away from the flavor of the hot dog. It just tastes well, like I was eating chili. Yeah, that's kind of the, the, you know, that's kind of the idea for most hot dogs. You know, but I like, yeah. I like the taste of hot dogs. But not the hot dogs at the Lockyard, which at is where we are. 9221, Fifth Avenue in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what do you, because I'm so intrigued of that I love it. I love the whole idea of that place. What, tell us some of the things. I mean, I know what's on it, because I study the menu, and every day at work, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, God. What are you talking about, like, what's on the menu? And yeah, stuff? like, because it's sausage and hot dogs, yeah, man. Yeah, everybody's like, you know, how do you come up with the ideas for the restaurants? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a group effort, but for me, I say, you know, on a Tuesday night when I'm sitting home, and I'm like, I want to go eat this, and when I know that I can't go get it in Bay Ridge, I'm like, shit, man, we need some tacos. Yeah. You know? So we created Whole Brown Tacos, and... You know, I want a damn hot dog. I want that salty, garlicky, smoky, mm-hmm. tubed meat. You know, not to sound perverted. Sorry, Clem. Right. In my With a soft, buttery roll. Like, come on, man. It's like a, it's like a perfect sum of food, and there was no way to get it. Right. So, you know, we're selling a lot I've of hot dogs. I've been saying that for years. Staten Island needs something like that. There's nobody get a good hot dog over there. They used to. They, they, you know what it is? Staten Island sucks. or something with the... No, nah, I don't say that. Don't say that. I, I always defend Staten Island. I'm a Brooklyn boy. And no, I mean, I like Staten Island, but the, the problem is People when a are, good place opens, yeah. you have these Staten Island consumers don't support it. Or, oh, that's a dollar more. I could buy my own hot dogs and stuff like I that. I feel like it's changing, man. I feel like we get so many customers, especially at Holbrook. They Last week, because we've been keeping track, like, you know, we talk to our customers and we say, you know, where are you from? And, 60% of our restaurant on, I think, last Tuesday night was people from Staten Island. Because mm-hmm. well, well, my brother Staten Rob. Island, Staten Island, you, look, if you would have said 15 years ago, Staten Island bad food, I would argue with you left and right. Staten Island great food. Now, there's nothing here anymore. Wow. There's there was a good hot dog joint. There's like five or six good joints afraid? on the island. 
No, it's because people that don't know the business open up with a great idea, mm-hmm. and then it goes out. Today alone, two uh, auctions were going on. Shaggy Steaks, steak, uh, on cheese steaks on Highland Boulevard, and right around the corner on Newark Lane, that deli that just opened up. Shaggy's is out? Yeah. I was, just, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day, and I said, I'm shocked that this guy laughs, and here's the funny thing about that. I went in, I met the owner, and we did actually a mirror menu of what he did out Long Island with the Philly cheesesteak, the Italian beef, the uh, Juicy Lucy burger. I thought the menu was great. The concept was great. But the guy was bringing in his bread from Philly. At mistake. You're in New York. Why are you bringing in bread from Philly? That's the yeah, best that's crazy. Right underneath your thing. That's like trying to bring a hockey in, team. You know, you're saying you got Faiko sausage <laughs> on from 13th Avenue on your menu, and you're using fake shit. And it just wasn't executed right. Right. And it, it drove me insane, because if you look at the menu and the place and the concept, you had it all right with the execution. Yeah. But then he made the fatal mistake of when business was a little slow, oh, he God, added. Can I, can I tell you, too? I know what Rob's going to say. You start doing specials, and you, yeah. do, uh, you do, you know, two for one, and you write a sign on a piece of cardboard. You, you should might have, have five or six things on that menu, and that's it. No, well, it, he know? added seafood. Yeah, terrible. Then idea. he added pizza. Yeah, then he added pasta. Well, people like peanut butter and jelly, too, so you should put a peanut butter right. and jelly Right, well, that's, that's why people panic, and someone will say, hey, why don't you put this on? The guy that said that will never come in your yeah, place or yeah. go in once what? and not order what he told you to put on the menu. I went in there, and I had the brisket sandwich, and I thought it was great. I thought the cheesesteak was mediocre. The sausage and peppers was outright gross. It was like canned peppers out of a can. People from there. Brooklyn, too, especially South Brooklyn, like Bay Ridge and the Sunset Park area, you go to all these restaurants in Bay Ridge, and it used to be known as Restaurant Row and blah, blah, blah. It's a great place for a lot mm-hmm. of food. But we're looking for places in Staten Island, too, like little hidden joint, like Danino's, you know? Like, right. We, you know, my, my wife worked in a, you know, a really popular bar in Bay Ridge for many, many years, and they take a road trip every year to Danino's. Yeah, you know, and they wait. See, they I wait think you got to do a couple of things and keep and it honest happen. and fresh. Right. You know? and well, I, you know why? It, it could really happen. Yeah. Danino's never. <coughs> it's me. the same. You get paper plates. Yeah, they do yeah. it. They do what they do, and they do it well. Right. You have galamar. You got a million different pies, and yeah, like the scongeal. Where are you guys? Right you guys are opening a restaurant in Staten Island today. Where are you opening it? That's a tough question, because I, I would love to say Highland Boulevard, but the rent is too much. Unless you get somewhere with parking. Right, there's 13 rent. empty spots on New York Lane alone yeah. from Highland Boulevard no, to Richmond Road. There's a reason for that, though. Well, here's the thing, and I say this all the time. They open up John's Deli two blocks from my house on New York Lane. I pass by there all the time, and I, every time I want to stop there, I'm like, all right, you know what, I want to grab a hero. And there's just nowhere to park. I won't do it. Yeah. I'm not going to park six blocks away to go walk for a $5 sandwich. I just won't do it. It's, it's just that own mentality with the parking. You know, you and, and meanwhile, I park in the guy's thing. Here's, right. you do here's, it. here's the funny part. I parked next door in the guy's auto garage thing, whatever it was. Not a car in there. Of course, 30 seconds into it, the guy comes in. You're parked in my thing. I got to move a car. I'm like, buddy, relax. I'm getting out of here in five minutes. I'm sorry I parked in your spot, but I'm like, you don't have a car in there. Like, you yeah, know, no way to park. Like, help you know, your neighbor. Help yeah, your neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Work out exactly. deals. We exactly. work out deals like, with each other. You should be working together and saying, all right, you know what? There's no way to park. There's no one here. Let your customers park there. Give the guy a little bit of free lunch and work something out. Right. But, uh, you know, that, that is the mentality you're big on the parking. I mean, I was on Forest Avenue, a little bit out of walking distance, but I was paying... I had jaws of quarters. Here, you hear? Paul, here. I was paying for parking. parking. I had my father's yeah. delivery, and he was jamming them with business cards. I'm like, please don't jam with our business cards. Like, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> 
But it, it was tough, and people would come in and go, oh, I'll be right back. I'm going to get cold cuts of dicks. I'm like, we got the same delivery guy. Am I at $5 cheaper a pound? What are you doing? Well, I like going there. You know, because and it's going after thirty-five years. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Well, good. Get going. Get your head over the head. But I, I mean, think it's changing. You know, from what I see from people coming to Brooklyn, people are starting to, you know, educate themselves to food and be a little bit more open to like a better thing. I think right. it's really tells, oh, absolutely. It's a and, good thing to start. And, and really right, though, stick to one thing now. The food, and do it well. the food right. network and all these other shows has opened up everybody's mind. It has. Years ago, you couldn't do anything. It was funny. I was in Virginia. And I put a whole fish on the menu. I put a whole bronzino. My uncle argued me left her. You'll never sell a whole fish. People are grossed out by the head and tail. I'm like, no, they're not. I'm telling you, like, Rachel, I hate to say it, it's Rachel Ray and Emerald and all these yeah, guys. Works. Those they open up their mind yeah. to all of this. And it was funny because I put it on and I wound up selling out. I kept calling them like he was at the other location. I'm like, all right, we just sold eight. Yeah. We just sold ten. We just sold thirty. Right, it's eighty six. And he was like, we were, and I was actually shocked too that people were open to this and people knew how to eat. A whole fish, but like you say, it's it, it is changing. Yeah, it's people are more open to, to world, things. To, it's the key to like a happy society, man. But the more people know, yeah. But Staten Island needs something like that. It needs something new. It needs something honest. It needs something fresh. It needs something without fifty things on the menu. Do four or five simple things. Do them right. Do them honest. Do them real. And I guarantee you, knock them dead out of here. We got nothing out here. There's maybe one or two good pizza rings. Don't even get me started because you can tell. Oh, right, right. right. This is a good pizza on Staten Island. This is a good pizza on Staten Island. Yeah, not consistent. I think there is. It's maybe maybe uh, maybe three, maybe I three really good like spots. Name like five. Brothers, Danino's. Yeah, I could argue with you on brothers. That's a GOB family. Lee's Tavern. Lee's. I'm gonna argue with you on Lee's. Zeros. What's the, the one on the guy, Joe Jovi. and Pat's. Jovi. I'll give you Joe and Pat's. Jovi. Jovi. Okay, all right. And now here's what it is. six. Want to keep going? I'm, well, we I'm, only have 30,000 more to go. I got more. Now name the bakery. I got more. I got more. Nothing against the brothers or Jovi. Aiden Brothers recently on a skin. I'm not going to bam out anybody, but wasn't it good? It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. Nowhere close to what he's doing. <laughs> and why well, not? Just just because I think their ingredients got cheaper, they got cocky, they got used to it, now they're looking about making money. And that's just my opinion. I could be wrong, and I wish them all the best. I want a Giovis. Is it it's good? good? That's it's on really the door, good. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my Second cousin. Time I got it, Chris I literally, I literally yeah, took yeah. the pie and just threw it in the garbage. It was horrible. It was fucking horrendous. Really? It was supposed to be a margarita. It was covered in cheese. It was oily. It was greasy. The cheese was borderline going bad. And I just like, you know what? I'm not even going to call them. And, I, and again, love the family, love their pizza, think they made a great product, but here's the problem. When you do this for such a long time, people get, like you said, they get a little cocky, and it's just, even uh, Lee's Tavern, Lee's Tavern, I, well, I won't go back there, I'm sorry, I just won't. Their pizza's great, I've ordered their chicken, here's the thing, I've ordered their chicken cutlet and cherry pepper pizza and their galamata pizza. That was Clemenza Caserta, yeah, not Rob Burmeister, ladies and gentlemen. I know you listen to the show, that. people, God love you. Well, the, the chef's changed, unfortunately, yeah, that's what happened. I mean, I had it in there, here's the bad part about Lee's, I had it in there, and I bit into this thing, and I literally had a spit right out of my mouth, and I love spice, and I'm like, listen, it's all cherry pepper. And we're like, this is too hot. Can you take it back and we'll order something else? And then they wound up billing us for it at that. I'm like, really? Uh, I'm going to pay you for the pie. But we all took a bite and we all put this down. I'm like, I'm like, and I asked the lady, she said, are you new here? She's like, yeah. Look, I've been eating here for the last 10, 12 years. I'm telling you there's something wrong with that. It's off. Yeah. You know Sometimes what I'm saying? And, and it gets me. And look, again, I wish you all these, look, I think they, all these places are still yeah, great. And you can customer. do good food. But again, you gotta be consistent in this business, and it just pisses me off, man. They're, they're losing it. John, are you still are you still in the city? 
Um, I'm still there, but I'm getting phased out. Unfortunately, they have um, they're starting a business during the day, a sandwich business, like a delivery business, and I don't have the time to do this sandwich business, so they don't want two chefs there. <clears throat> so they're having me train the new guy that's going to be there during the day to do the nighttime stuff also. So I'm kind of getting phased out of that, but that's fine. It's yeah. Well, you did. I'm not concerned. Now you move on. You know? Yeah, I'm not upset about it at all. It's, it's all it's all good. I got one more pizza place for you. The place on Midland Avenue, Hound Boulevard. What's that place? Oh, um, uh, Nunzio's. Nunzio's. Awesome. Awesome. You got to think about everything. Nunzio's is awesome. Look, again, Danilo's great pizza. Three Tavern, great pizza. The Gioli family, great pizza. All be as good as they used to be 10 years ago. Absolutely not, including Nunzio's. Ate there when they reopened after the storm a couple of months after that. Had their pie, and it was bland as shit. The tomatoes were off. And it just, it wasn't the well, deals that I knew. What's your spot, Clem? Where am I going if I'm going for pizza tonight? Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> where in Brooklyn? I don't know. You know what? You know what I used to be a fan of? Don't say L&B. No, no L&B. Hate L&B. That's one of the worst. Pizza it's right. overrated. I'm sorry. No, I don't think it's. I think it's bad. I think no, it's overrated. Well, pizza, pizza is like low There's no such thing as a bad one. You know. I think. Hold on. I think ten years ago you were great, I think you had a problem. Maybe. I think ten, twelve years ago you were awesome, and you're not so awesome anymore. And I think that's the issue. I think that's the issue. John has John has points in all these restaurants that you're dissing. I'm a pizza fanatic. No, don't get me wrong. Look, I'm not dissing any of them. I still think they do all a terrific job, and I would eat any one of them at any time. My argument is they just not as good as they used to be, and it pisses me off. Neither you. I remember going there. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, but at least I know how to cook chicken wings on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay? laughs> but anyway, it's just... <clears throat> Will you watch up? No, but I was on Hell's Kitchen. You lost that, though. Yeah, but at least I get recognized. <laughs> <laughs> at least I get recognized when I walk like, through. Like you do. Show. You do. You awesome. do. <laughs> I'm like Fred Norris. Wait, where's the fucking red apple crisp? I'm gonna hand him over to. I need, I need another one. There's the climb I remember. I, I do need school. another one of those. But I um, um, used to be like, hey, let's go over to that table. I'm like, the Guidos are sitting at that table. I'm not going over there. I'm like, we're wearing ties. These guys are wearing like, uh, what are those stick pins in their ties? Like, this guy's packing heat, man. I'm not going over there. What is this? In high school, we were in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Clem looked exactly like he looks now, except he was wearing like a black shirt and a white tie. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> a white leather tie with a piano. With a, with and a, with a sweater. <laughs> Rob was wearing an eight-foot tie like a fish. I still got it in my closet. Yeah, like, I got the fish tie and the big giant clown tie. Yeah, that's awesome. Tie. Like, you have to wear, we you never did. Wait, we never did the news article about the tie. Any of you see this? There's a tie where you can stick a liquor bag inside the tie, and it's got a little... Yeah, Rob had it in high school. We went up in the woods with Brother, Cor- with brother Cormac. And... I had brother, Neil, brother Neil busted me, uh, brother... smoking a cigarette, pitching quarters with a beer in my well, Brother Neil was a bouncer, right? That was the story. He was yeah. a bouncer before he was a brother. The guy was about That guy grabbed me by the back of my head. And, just and he also was not a hair washer. How strong... Yeah, well, I don't... Yeah, they, I think that, that went around. Yeah, no one wanted to take a shower in that place. Yeah. Brother Neil would grab you by the neck and just put you on your knees, man. Yeah, maybe your neck would smell. <laughs> it's weird. Wait, brother Neil, if you're listening, wait, wait. I love you. Can I have another uh, side? No, that was Brother Cormac. And what's Brother Cormac? Because Gluck- he knew yeah. about uh, Brother Glaucoma like... before anybody knew. You're right. Yeah, Charlie. If, he, he was if cool. a gerbo drove a solid gold Cadillac, then it would be S2. For Latin. Oh, it's great. I had him for, uh, for music. And he played... Uh, he oh, that played was a, Brother Jerome. Oh, Brother Jerome. And That's he wore the, the skirt yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. He, the, like the long yes, thing. Yes, he played yes. Bob O'Reilly. 
alongside uh, a Beethoven. Yes, I remember piece. that. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's the coolest guy that I've ever seen, man. Yeah. He looked like George Carlin. Um, painted. Yeah, painted. Like, <laughs> painted. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, yeah. Like, uh, he looked like Van Gogh. He looked like, like Van Gogh. I loved, oh, that guy was good. He was great. I, well, I had the matching. This is when TVs first came out with remotes. And I had the same TV, so I brought the remote control in. And when we were watching, what movie were we watching forever? Amadeus. Yeah. And every time, like, you'd sit there and go to do the volume, I would, like, put it on mute. And then I had a hole in my sweater, and I kept doing that, and then blasting it. And he'd be like, because he was always high as a kite. Yeah. He'd be like, and then I'd go to do it, and then I'd change the channel. Yeah. And it was you know, great. he can't see you when, when you say he would be like. There seems yeah. to be something. I want you to see the thing, the Amadeus song. Amadeus, Amadeus. Oh, yeah. That was in my head. Yeah, it was, was in my head. George, wait for Rob the Buck. Well, it was a good movie, Whoopie Boys, with Paul Rodriguez and I think Mike McCain or something. Whoopie Boys. And they go to uh, finishing school, uh, like to learn manners or whatever, and they're dressed like Mozart. And they're at a buffet, and he takes this giant carrot and starts banging the turkey and go, Amadeus, Amadeus, rock me, Amadeus. It's pretty good. When but anyway, I remember that. No one else does. Get when you say banging in the turkey, can you describe banging in the turkey for me, please? Yes. Uh, well, hey, for all you uh, people that have us on video, because we're not on it, I'm doing a masturbation yes, it was ja- gesture. Yes, okay, thank right you. Thank you. No, we used to it. So I'm okay with my pants off. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think you're okay with That's why I started off. talking about wieners. Is that what you two are doing over there? <laughs> do you, do you call on. your underwear the lockyard? <laughs> no, my wife does. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> this is where we get out of control. The end of the show, four beers later. Yeah, this is things right. start to spiral out of her Let's go. Well, well, the other news that we didn't bring up was that Long Island thing, and I swear we didn't talk about this. There was a kid that worked in a pasta factory, and his arm got caught in the pasta machine, got his arm severed, and, like, the local Kiwanis Club or whatever is having a spaghetti dinner to raise money for him. Yeah, you know why? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, we did? Yeah. I'll That's tell you like why we did talk about it. Having like a shark ride to like. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I ride remember. A shark. I remember telling the story that I worked in the pasta company, right. and the kid got caught in the frozen machine and right. turned blue like a smurf. Yeah, but that was I was at work and we you were home that. when we were talking about that, that whole thing. That could very well be true. It was not on the show. <laughs> that could be. I don't argue that. But I remember we literally had this inst- this quick freeze, and all the machines are brought from Italy, and they had these special codes that would shut it down if something happened. Apparently. It had a glitch for half a second, and it swooped the kid in the freezer, oh, and we had a freaking run. There was a helicopter came in and took him out of there, and it was the key. I, I mean, I, I almost laughed. It wasn't funny, but... Yeah, it the pasta out. was never the same after cool. that. They, were, they didn't he use the same ingredients. It was like, oh, shit, man. It wasn't funny, but thank God he's okay. Wound up losing an arm and suing for a couple million bucks. That's not, that's not okay. Yeah. How's, how's he okay? He was fine. Well, he's so a Yeah. He's a righty. Don't worry. Hey, look, he dollars. lost his professional clapping job. Look, a million dollars. And he can never turn his up. lights off. <laughs> Put up, folks. Yeah. Oh, right. boy. Yeah, this is where we go out of control yeah. again. But, uh, yeah, so, Johnny, what do you got coming up? Yeah, you have the sizzle, right? right? Yeah. I got this, like I actually show you guys the sizzle in a little bit. Um, right. Obviously, I can't show the, the audience the sizzle, unfortunately. But um, like I said, they're shopping it around and uh, just waiting to hear back from a few networks. And once we get a couple of ins with the networks, they're going to send me in this other guy, Rob, who's in it with me. 
to go and try to sell them. So nice. I'm actually I'm psyched about it, man. Years ago, I like the sizzle. It came out really, really good. Very All right, cool. Did you have the sizzle on your own, or you had a company? Uh, production, production company did it. Nice. Yeah, they pulled us in and um, they filmed it for us. They edited it for us, and we didn't pay a dime. They they have confidence in us, and they're hoping that uh, nice. we can make everyone some money. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we did, we did two of those at Kettle. Um, the sizzle reel was pretty much just me and my brother Rob rolling around on the floor wrestling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit of play. I don't. It's still out there, so hopefully uh, we'll both be. Uh, get, get what kind of, what kind of show are you trying to do? Just like a cooking show? show about, or? No, it was a show about the restaurant. Like how you know we had some problems a couple years back, some legal problems and uh, some money problems. So the story was really about like. Um, you know, me and my family as we try to, like, climb out of this hole, you know? Right. Okay. Uh, you know, kind of like a Restaurant Impossible kind of thing. Well, more like, uh, you know, hero to zero to right. uh, can he climb the mountain and come back, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, right. And they actually called me for another show, and I, I did a, a video, and I already told you this, Rob. Um, they were looking for uh, a host of a chicken show. And, you know, I did my thing, and I know I didn't do well. I'm, I don't really, I'm not an actor, and I'm not, you know... You're not Rob. I'm not Rob. So I actually gave him... Yeah, a lot I of good him, being Rob is doing me, right? I gave him Burmeister's <laughs> name and I gave him Surf's name. And I gave both the, inf- the information for both of you guys because I know you both are looking to do this kind of stuff. But, you know, Rob told me the other night that they, they didn't call him. Yeah, I didn't get a call. So. Yeah. I, my phone was on airplane mode. There you go. Clem. <laughs> didn't even Clem put it on. Well, Clem, I haven't seen you since high school. <laughs> but now I'm glad. I'm actually going to hang out with you more than Burmeister. Yeah. Nice. He's fun. That was fun. Rob's fun. Just don't make him pizza. You're screwed. Well, it's going to just shit off me. That pizza yeah, used to be one. good three minutes ago, but now it's four minutes ago. I don't know when you'll change it up, pal. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it three minutes ago, but Jesus Christ. Again, Tom, I wasn't trying to shit off anybody because they're still good at what they do, but it's just, it, it, it pisses me off when things aren't as good as they used to be, and they have the potential to do it, and they just don't fucking do it. Well, I, I have a big reason, but I can't be Joe Racist on the air. So. Just in his personal life. Right. I know exactly. what you're getting That's at. That's not true. Don't yes. tell you it's that. aliens that are making the pizza. Yes. From out of space. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Nothing against anybody, but you walk into a pizzeria. No one's Italian behind the counter. I'm not saying that anybody else... Well, the owners are Albanian. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, yeah. I just went to an awesome pizzeria on 18th Avenue in... Uh, I used to live on 18th Avenue. In, in uh, Bensonhurst. What the hell's the name of it? Oh, my God. How can I not remember? Uh, Sal's? No, no, no. John? They had a, a, literally a guy from Italy behind Joey's? Giuseppe's? Why can't I? Uncle Paulie took me there, the guy that called in earlier. Right. I used to live on 18th and 80th. And even over there, they, it all kind of besides well, Frank you know, and Sal's over there, you ain't got much going on Like the on rest anymore. of the world, everything changes, yeah. you know? Yeah, man. Well, what are you going to do? Pizza is pizza, though. Oh, I mean, there's some top-notch. There's some top-notch it's pizza. Vinci pizza. And I have no affiliation with it. Thank you, everyone. But awesome nice. pizza. Believe it or not, I was in Iowa with friends of mine. We do this dart trip every year, me and my two buddies. I had some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life in Iowa. They had like a – it was a yellow potato and and some kind of Gruyere pizza with this – it was sick. It was like this – Amazing, amazing taste in pizza that I've never had before. And yeah, see, I like the out-of-the-box pizza. So we got a caller calling. Yeah, let's see. Here. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's going on? Da Vinci's. I remember. That place was awesome. That was like old school. And the dude behind the counter was 
flipping the pizza. He was giving me the stink eye. And finally, at the end, when I spoke to him, he spoke with. He sounded like Luca that was uh, calling in before. Well, what about the guy on Avenue J, uh, DeFaris? Oh, yeah. Oh, forget about that guy. Okay. I went there the last time. Uh, two weeks ago, I went there. I almost threw up. I, I, I can't understand how people wait a half hour online oh, for that. Oh, the hipsters. Five-dollar slice of pizza. Is he charging $5, five dollars a slice? Yeah. Five dollars a slice. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. Well, it's pretty much a lot of wait, 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 wait. Five dollars a slice. I like to get him and smack him in his head for five dollars. Hey, he gets it. Man. I, I swear to God, I'm I, I, and I'm be right behind you. What's this, Da Vinci's? Da Farah's. If you can get past the ick factor, because it's a dirty, filthy place, it really is. Yeah, they got it's shut old, down. They, yeah, they got shut down quite a few times. He makes every yeah. pizza. Yeah, he does every pizza by hand, shreds every fucking mozzarella, cuts the basil. Great concept. Yeah, everything but, is uh, imported. And yeah, but come on, $5 a slice, it's I bet they're mama to fuck him. Get out of here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm getting a text from Cuz Chris. Let's open up a $4 slice place next. Well, wait, wait, wait. I got a good story for you. Watch this. I go to Barrios on Nome Avenue which was home of the dollar slice, and it was a decent slice. But for a buck, I figured, let's go, I got to buy, you know, all the kids and everything. I'm like, let's go get a fucking couple of slices because they got the Sicilian and the grandma. The sign now says, and I kid you not, home of the dollar 14 slice. Yeah. Why a dollar uh, 14? Like, well, yeah. They found the comes to a dollar 14. Yeah, I went to grammar school with them. The O'Brien. They got them. Oh, yeah, I remember the Irish. They got them in the city, the dollar slice. Yeah, yeah. all over the place in the city. Garbage, but you know what? Yeah. People want to pay a dollar. This wasn't food. bad for a buck. It was, you know, it was a little bit small. Uh, well, I got, because Chris, again, he goes, hands down, best pizza in the U.S. is in Phoenix, Arizona. It's called Pizzeria Bianco. Better than all you've had so far, named so far, and he's eaten them all. The guy Bianco from the Bronx. I got one more for you. When you're ready, I'm sorry, I got. Yeah, he goes six pies, thirty seats, two hours wait every day. All herbs grown in garden, fresh ones made by him. Alright, wait, wait. I got, I got one that'll compare to that. My uncle's place in Virginia. We got the herb garden outside, the oven from Italy, fresh mozzarella made every day on premise. Buffalo mozzarella flown in three times a week from Italy. Only San Monzano tomatoes, yeah. 100% pure olive oil, fresh basil right out of garden, and that's it. It's fucking unbelievable. There's, there's some barbecue guys in Texas right now having the same conversation, saying, ah, oh, there's a barbecue in Brooklyn, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's going to be from here, but meanwhile, there's some great barbecue here. So Yeah, there is. And again, he yeah. did that. You guys yeah. are all a part of that. You guys were on the yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Well, I, got, I do the chili thing every year, and people come from all over the country to get in it and go, New Yorkers can't make chili. But you know what? I bet you they win. They don't. I'm always no, up there. No, the New Yorkers win. Fuck yeah. yeah. I was in New Hampshire, and they were ready to burn my booth down. Yeah. And I got third in people's choice out of like 180 teams. That ain't too bad. It was only 50 bucks, but, you know, it was like a big finger to them. Like, you know, screw you guys. I got one more for you. Look at Ali's. Lucali's. You went to Lucali's in Brooklyn? Park Slope? No. Where? Ooh. Where is it? Um, do we have a Jackie muted? Is that just the pizzeria Lucali's? They do calzones and pizzas, and that's it. Nothing else. It's got. He's got um, two wood ovens or one big wood oven. Where is he it makes going? it right in front of you. Uh, seventh or seventh? It's in Park Slope. I want to say fifth. I want to say it's on a side street. No, it's on a main street, not fifth. I'm surprised Uncle Paulie don't know. He knows all of them. Lucali's. I'm pretty sure it's called Lucali's. That's what I'm saying. Maggots. It's the highest rate of pizza in Zaggots. Oh, it's on, uh, no, it's on, um, it's on Union Street. Is it on Union? Yeah, it's down, the, the guys were fighting each other, they were like gangsters, they, the one brother, like, hit the other brother with a machete or something. Was it Clemenza's pizza? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
Yeah, yeah they were killing that's each other. But that sounds like Court Street. Guys. It's, 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 no, it's no, an anchor man. It's true. It's one guy. He cut his arm off. It's one guy in the place. He makes everything. You, you meet, you've ordered your pie or your calzone, and there's one guy in the back. He's got his little helpers that you know run right. and get his cheese, run and get his sauce. He makes it. You, you sit there and you watch him. It's an open kitchen. He makes your pie for you, puts it in. Takes it out I three minutes know. later, and it's you know what's old is new. Awesome, again, that's it's coming so back good. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's Listen, cheap. I don't want to be tooting my own horn here, fellas, but I got to say something. My my brother-in-law owns five pizzerias out in Long Island, from San Mar- uh, from uh, Marichis all the way down to Babylon. And to have five pizzerias, you got to be good, right? He's off the boat, your uh, your brother-in-law. Yeah, of course. We're yeah, all off the boat. What are you talking not, about? <laughs> well, I know you are. I know you are. This guy, I went to his house. I mean, I'm off the little man in the canoe. He, he goes, you know, I go, like this. Boats, yeah. by the way. I was that guy a little while. He goes, hey, you want some espresso? You want an ice espresso? He took out a vat from his refrigerator. Are you talking about brazing a, uh, brining a turkey? He took out like a, a freaking nine-gallon jug of espresso. He poured me a pint glass. Oh. I was bouncing off the walls. It was uh, awesome. Nice. Great. So the name of yeah, the pizzeria well, is uh, Alitalia Five. Four, so three, five different one. pizzerias. They all have cool. the same name, Alitalia Five. So you got to check it out. Cool. Now, Uncle Paulie, we missed you. We wanted you to call in for uh, Luca. Yeah, but Luca uh, don't speak Sicilian. I'm I'm Sicilian. Ah, all right. Uncle Paulie, Sicilians Sicilian's a totally different <laughs> language. He'd say. Look at his trunk. You know how many bodies you can fit in his trunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Lucas out of tie, and he's not just saying. All right. Uh-oh, Clem. Clem's squirming in his seat over here. Clem hasn't spoken <laughs> in three minutes. I'm getting distracted. I'm getting some interesting photos sent to me right now. That's all I'm going to say. From Jack. Can I see? <laughs> can I see? <laughs> Squint that little <laughs> it's me. I'm taking them from under the desk. <laughs> so you got to squint a lot, my friend. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you later. I got to go See take Pauly. care of my granddaughter. All right, All right Uncle Paulie. Right. Thanks again. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All up in my phone. <laughs> yeah, so. I Are mean, you guys talking about me? No. No, it's Clemson pictures, and we thought you were texting him. Like I was. Ghost. I am. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Sunday, Clem? Is that a Sunday? It's a Sunday. <laughs> Has this person been on the line the whole time and not talking? Jackie. No, we just thought she video. was muted and not muted. I was muted. muted. Nobody let me talk. I've been that's here not, listening. That's not right, Jackie. I know. They muted me. They shut me up tonight. Nah, no, 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 no. Never, Jackie. Never. All right, Jackie. Uh-huh. Thanks for talking to you. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be good. No, Jackie. No, that was John. That wait, was wait, John. Wait, 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 no. wait, we got, we got, Jackie. Let me ask you this: Is there, you're a Jersey chick? Is there any good pizzerias out in Jersey that we should know about? Antillos is the best brick oven pizza. I just sent you the menu. They have like 25 different pies. They make them like the year. They make like the 1940s pie, the 1946 pie, uh, the 1964 pie. It's, it's all different pies. Yeah, the 1945 it. pie is actually made with real skin. It's a German <laughs> recipe. <laughs> it's called the lampshade. In 2011, I'm looking at it now. The San Monzano tomatoes over the cheese, the margarita. All right, interesting concept the guy's got. 
1959 pie, a 1960 pie, 1948 pie, tomato pie with grated cheese, no mozzarella. That's an interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's almost like a grandma pie, like yeah, a real deal. Yeah, they're show and conversation over there. Yeah, they're trying. Talking about anything interesting, by the way. We're talking about you guys. Sorry. We're trying to remember. The like, how do we get out of here without them looking? You can realize we're in the middle of doing a radio. We thought you guys were off the air. Yeah, 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 yeah so we do. Show your fucking phone off. Can you hear us? We thought you were practicing. Sorry. Did you actually hear us? Oh, here's that guy. The dreams. Oh yeah, all freaking day. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, meters away from the mic. I'm yelling at you. They can't hear me. I'm like, I'm back in my chair. He's like, they can hear you. <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. We're trying to grocery store. We're trying to cross from the poorhouse. <laughs> yes. I, I hope that's not someone walking in and out of my front door with no, all my no shit. No airplane mode, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I think you're putting me on Jackie. airplane mode tonight. That's up for us. Ah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Pepinos. Pepinos. It's a, it's a chain. Is it really? Yeah. 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 Pepinos? Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. good. Yeah, it's good. Solid. It's solid. Who's the guy in Jersey that does the, the wings? Tommy's, uh, what the hell is it? Good. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I can't believe he's wearing that shirt. These guys are no whiskey. Wait, wait a second. Are you thinking about the Kettle Black and Bay Ridge? 9221. Fifth Avenue and Bay Ridge Burgers. Soon to be blind wings. Yeah, these guys are wicked. They're going to be kick ass, bro. They're going to be kick ass. It's all the beer you've been drinking. Listen, put your pants back on. It's like the Jersey Shore. No, leave your pants off. They're trying to get us drunk so they have a better shot. Leave your pants off. Leave your pants off. Hell yeah. So, yeah, we want to thank Robin Clem for coming down to our show. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Next week, thank you on the Tom and John show. Next time, mute the phone, please, Clem. It was very annoying. I'm sorry. I love the soundproofing. These the egg crates, beautiful. I, I'm going to be building one around. I'm going to actually. I just spent about ten thousand dollars on eBay. I bought from uh, uh, Get Smart the cone of silence. Nice. <laughs> Put it on airplane mode. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. So we, you know, we want to thank everybody. We want to thank uh, Luca. For calling in, go out, buy his book. Um, yeah. He's a great guy. And who knows? If you buy his book and, and then find uh, him on Facebook, he might come over on his Vesper and sign yeah, it for you. My Italian kitchen. It's right. you and five of your closest friends' dinner. Yeah. In a loft. In, a, in his loft. Hmm? All yeah. right. Yeah, right. I All right. So uh, next week's sketch, we got Beth from uh, Season 12 of Hell's Kitchen coming right. on. Right. And we got uh, Joe Marks from <laughs> Smoking Pit Barbecue. And uh, we're going to try to get my buddy Rob... <laughs> Robert Siebold, who does um, some of the little movies all over YouTube, a horror movies, actually pretty good. Did a couple other stuff. It's Guys called Eating Pizza on Staten Island. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Boy, does this suck. It's horrible. 15 years ago, it was awesome. It's horrible now. It's horrible. It's horrible. having his own restaurant review. He's very passionate. He's very upset about this. So don't even get me started again. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Johnny. We got uh, Johnny Serp. Uh, we got a sizzle coming out, and yeah. uh, you know, why don't you give you a Facebook page or whatever, anything you want? Yeah, you got about ten seconds each, so hit it. Where can we find you? Uh, if you want to hire me to cook at your uh, at your house, WhiteCloudCatering.com. I do private parties and stuff like that. Also, I do all kinds of catering. And uh, you can find us at the Kettle Black in Bay Ridge, 87th and Third, the Whole Broad Tacos, 86th and Third, and uh, the Lockyard up on 92nd and Fifth Avenue. All right, and remember, everybody, uh, wait, we'll wait, see hang, you next hang, week. Hang, 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 hang. I'm just putting up Johnny's uh, uh, website up on the thing. Right. But, uh, yeah, everybody, I'd like to thank all our callers. I want to thank Luca, Johnny, Tommy, Clem, myself, 
And uh, have a good uh, time yeah. this week, and we'll, we'll see you Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Peace All out. All right. Keep chewing the fat, everybody. Peace out. Night. Right next to the narrow, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's, took it to my sad spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like the Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus, driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm out that Bed-Stuy, home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on Billboard, and I bought my boys with me. Say what up to Tata, still sipping my ties. Sitting courtside, Knicks and Nets give me high five. Nigga, I be spiked out, I could trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from...
the sweet sound of a squeaky clean engine. It's like music to my ears. Oh, and that, that's a dirty engine. It's what happens when you use ordinary fuels that leave behind dirty deposits. But new BP gasoline with Invigorate helps clean your engine. With continual use, it can give you more miles per tank. Oh, much better. New BP gasoline with Invigorate, our best fuel ever. Versus minimum detergent gas, average restored 3 to 5 miles per tank based on fleet testing. Requires continuous use based on what you drive and how you drive. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a drill instructor directing a musical. What? Get those tap heels in line and let me see those jazz hands. Are you bundling your home and auto insurance through Progressive? Can you hear me through those sequins? Bundle your home and auto through Progressive and save. Left, left, left and step off Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Home insurance provided and serviced by other select insurers.